Well, 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 it is that time again. Uh, it's post-Christmas, maybe. <laughs> when you're hearing this, it's post-Christmas. It is episode 83 of the illustrious and world-famous The New Utah Podcast. I guess we are world-famous because people in different parts of the world. Yeah. I am your host, Chris. I have a new favorite show called Father Ted. Um, so <laughs> I tried to watch a little bit of it. And I just kept fucking getting interrupted, so I gave up because it is real. It's really fucking funny, actually. I I I wanted to watch some too, but I just I've been so busy. But it's also I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't know if it's like an old show that is just good, or if it's a new show that's meant to look old. It's kind of hard with like old like BBC <sighs> yeah. and English and stuff, and I imagine Irish shows that like they're the same. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Well, no, because some of them, they, they just old, have but, a look like... But they're not. They're new. Yeah. yeah. Like Downton Abbey kind of looks like that, doesn't it? I don't know. I've never watched that fucking show. Isn't that a period show? <laughs> she said period. I don't know. <sighs> I'm, so mid-90s, so it is older. Thanks, Jess. She's just sitting back there, not talking, smiling, putting stuff in my face. <laughs> Let It Snow is playing in the background by Johnny Mathis. It's a really shitty... You people can't hear it, though. It's a shitty version of the song, I think. I know. It's really slow. It sounds like when somebody turns down the speed of like, a song. On a record. Let it snow, <laughs> let it snow. But it's like, let it snow. I think you're going too fast. He's feeling it. So, Lori came over today, and I'm like, oh, good timing. I can't remember how to share my inbox, so she showed me. And then she's like... I said, did you come over here for something? She goes, yeah. Like, what did you come over here for? She goes, well, maybe you don't have time. And I was like, well, time for what? She's like, I wrote a song. I'm like, you wrote a song? She's like, yeah, it's the 12 days of insurance. I'm like. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah? <laughs> There's she's nothing, like, nothing exciting about that. To me. She's like, I'm going to just. She's like, do you want to hear it? And I said, yeah. So I thought she was going to like read it to me, right? And she she didn't do like that. Did she on the first out? day of or anything like she started at the end of did the she, song. Did she pull out like a Casio keyboard and hit no, like but she but she stood in my cubicle and she sang it, and it was hilarious. And so everybody around <laughs> could hear. And when she was done, we all clapped. It was so funny. It was amazing. No ukulele. No harmonica. She totally did a acapella. Sweet. It was amazing. Did it all rhyme and everything? No, it was just you know on the twelfth day. Yeah, what stuff. were they? Do you remember? Uh, twelve thousand policies, something, something, something about your pen, and <laughs> um, the was, last one what was, was five golden rings. I don't remember, but the last one, you know, number one was and one pain in the ass producer or something. What's that? I want you to sing the song to Bossa Nova I Casio. <laughs> don't remember the <laughs> word. She sang it once off of a piece of paper that she'd handwritten the lyrics on. <laughs> Sounds like elevator music. Bossa Nova on a Casio. This is background music for the rest of the show. No. Please stop. <laughs> you guys going to talk or are we just going to listen to this? Part? Please stop. I was feeling it. I was yeah, it's your favorite song. It is my favorite song. How did you know? <laughs> that would what, actually be a lie. Is that what they play at Red Iguana? <laughs> there you go. I think so. Just add a little... <laughs> ay, 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 ay. We're so fucking racist. <laughs> That's okay. We were at the Indian restaurant, and Krista goes, Hey, Jeremy, 
what's this on the what's this playing? And he's all, it's my favorite song. <laughs> I don't believe Jeremy actually listens to real music. I'm just well rounded like that. Yeah, his playlist on Spotify is tunes you'd hear at the grocery store and restaurants. <laughs> the lion sleeps tonight. He plays like he plays like the restaurant Sonos playlist. Where do restaurants get that playlist? I need to find. They that subscribe out. to a service, and it's called Restaurant Music. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> restaurant music. Pretty much they subscribe to some Sonos music. That's a music. I think that's a Spotify category. I'm sure there's one out there. <laughs> there are a lot of playlists on Spotify. Uh, it is the Christmas season. It is post Christmas. Hopefully, everyone had a happy Christmas. Um, not a Merry Christmas. Fuck that. Happy Christmas. Or a Happy Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or fucking Pagan. The, 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 uh, geez, I'm gonna knock my beer over again. The, why don't uh, you put it on the other side of your keyboard? The Equinox was, was Thursday. Or not Equinox. The Solstice was Thursday. Uh, so the Pagans partied out all weekend, I think. Um, shortest night of the or longest night of the year. Sorry, longest, longest night of the year, mm-hmm. shortest day of the year. That's right. um, so the solstice and the equinox, equinoxes are pretty big for the pagans. They like them. I actually have. So I've been invited out to. There's some place out by the Great Salt Lake. You have to like fucking drive over to Windover and up and around and come back down. And there's this really cool place that during the summer solstice, where you know longest day of the year, um, there's some really cool. I don't know if it's like old tubing or it's old cement yeah old like old cement tubes like from old like water mains and stuff uh and you can see the sun come through and the way they're positioned is just perfect with the sunset and sunrise on the equinox or on on the solstice yeah so uh uh, i've never gone because it was they're like yeah it's like five hours of driving and then you're still in the middle of nowhere and you gotta (laughs) drive five hours to get back to civilization even though if you could cut across the great salt lake it'd take an hour but you can't you got a boat uh, you'd probably get stuck. It's in called the sun tunnels. Brian, Sch- yeah, there you go. They, they there you do. Go. They do the sailboats on Salt Lake. For real, I mean, they I do like dinners. And yeah, stuff, they do like they? fucking dinner cruises yeah. too. I don't understand why anyone will ever go out there. It smells so fucking bad from all the brine shrimp. Maybe once you get like out in the middle, it doesn't smell so bad. Maybe it's just on. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never been. I don't want to have to get through the smell to go to the middle <laughs> is my thing. Like there's much there's more. your appetite on your way out. Yeah. Oh, great. Mm, everything smells salty now. It's the Seth MacFarlane. What it's are you doing It's not salty. Years? It doesn't smell salty. It smells like brine shrimp. It stinks. It's the date rape song. What? Jesus. What are you doing New Year's? No, sorry. What the fuck is wrong with you today? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be racist towards Mexicans. <laughs> talk about date rape songs. Like. It is Seth MacFarlane. He's got you know, a good your voice. Your daughters are in high school. You would think you would have a little more date rape awareness. Oh, I'm aware. That's why you know this is the song they play. That's right. <laughs> Putting the moves on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, this is like 10 minutes. It's not even 10 minutes in, and it's already gone way downhill. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do some. We have no guests tonight. Um, so if you don't like when we just talk, you probably just skip this episode. Um Share it though before you. Isn't that it. all we ever do is just talk? Well, yeah, but we also usually talk to someone. We're not doing that today. We're gonna, we're going to talk to each other. We're actually gonna we're going to finish up uh, our best of uh, Utah. We're going to steal City Weekly's content for another episode. I mean, there's so much we could. Honestly, we could just get fucking like 16 episodes of content out of I this. I thought we could get 16 episodes. Oh God, no, we could. If we like, if we said, hey, let's go to three of these places and talk about it, we could get so much content. 
And I actually do. I kind of use this as a guide for new places that I haven't tried yet um, to go to. And also, I still go to Bumblebee all the time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jess would use it as a guide, but I think she's been to every one of those places. Six times. No? No, there's so many in here. It's it's really, So you remember we did a full episode, like an hour we spent just going through the editor stuff, and we just kind of cherry-picked stuff on the editor section. I mean, this is a book. This is like a 100-page magazine. How many pages is it? 160-page magazine that comes inside the weekly edition. Dedicated to the... Actually. That's dedi- crazy. Is it really? Yeah, 170 pages. Did I miss the last 10? Yeah, you're right. I didn't miss the last 10. And it ends on the Spirit of Utah comic by Spencer Holt. Spirit of Utah is awesome. God, what is with these depressing ass Christmas songs (laughs) on the holiday music channel? (laughs) To to be fair, it's a New Year's song, but it's dragging me down. Is there like a skip? Is there like a, this song sucks, let's go to hip hop? You can just turn the channel. We're going to play. No one cares about what we're saying right now, by the way. Um, so, can we talk about our? Can we talk about our dog? We haven't talked about our dog. Is it going to destroy you? So we've known for a little while now. We're going to have to put the dog down. Uh, Don't call it that, though. We're going to put Leah to sleep. We're going to merci- mercifully um, lay her to rest. Um, what did I call it at the? The vet place. They they got a term for it. The well, we have someone coming to the house on Thursday. Oh, they're coming to the house to do it. Uh, yeah. So we we so this is the thing with animals. We as humans have decided we have the luxury with animals of keeping them from suffering. And so when they have a terminal prognosis and it's uh, a degrading condition, rather than have the animal suffer, we can choose to euthanize them, put them to sleep forever let them go off to doggy heaven and or cat heaven or hamster heaven um i don't know if anyone euthanizes hamsters but anyway (laughs) we don't have that luxury as as humans right like that's it's kind of and if if you want to go down that path it's shunned upon yeah heavily which doesn't make sense at all and what's crazy is okay so i'm not i'll i'll take a step back and i'll tell the story so quite some time ago um, Leah, our, our pit bull, who's about seven and a half years old, um, we took her in for a routine exam and, uh, during the exam, they found a mass in her abdomen, but the doctor didn't seem super duper concerned about it at the time. Uh, he's like, I, I don't know. They take x-rays of her every year because she has some hip and knee issues just to kind of monitor them. And he's like, I took the x-rays and I can't really see the mass. It looks like the colon's blocking it. So, um, and she does have a pretty full colon. So let's clean her out. Let's send her home and, you know, spend a couple days making sure she poops. And she's, you know, she comes in without eating for like a day after pooping and see if we can't, you know, get a new image. And he couldn't get a new image when we took her back in. But at the same time of her regular exam, he took a couple little blood blister things off her legs for us and, and uh, had, she had a couple sutures. So two weeks later, we take her back. He takes out the sutures and he's like, you know, that mass is still there. Um, I can still feel it when I palpate her abdomen. And since we couldn't get good imaging, you need to go sometime and, and get, get an ultrasound done at the animal hospital in Salt Lake. So I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Well, Friday morning, so this was on a Thursday, so that next morning on Friday morning, 
I wake up to go let the dogs out. Leah's laying in the hallway, which is really odd because usually she climbs up into bed in the morning. Um, but she's just laying in the hallway, and she goes to get up, and she falls back down. She can't walk on her back legs at all. So, of course, get her to the vet first thing in the morning. Um, go pick her up in the afternoon, and he says, I don't think it's related. I really want you to go get this mask checked out. Like, call them when you leave and schedule it. They'll get you in, like, Saturday or Sunday. Um, but I don't think it's related. I think she's actually pinched a nerve in her back, which, because she still has some movement, she's not totally paralyzed, we're going to treat it with medication and bed rest and make sure that uh, we don't have to have emergent surgery. So we're thinking, oh, great, she's got a fucking blown disc and some mass. But he was pretty insistent on getting the mass checked out, so we went and got the mass checked out. And we get there, and the doctor's like, well, I'm going to take my own x-rays because I haven't seen theirs, uh, and I don't want you guys to get an ultrasound if it turns out that we think we want a CT. So we don't want you to waste the money on, you know, four or $500 on an ultrasound when you're going to have to spend a 1000 on a CT. So he takes her back, and then he comes back in, and he's like, this is so-and-so. She's going to be Leah's caregiver. And instantly we were just great, right? Like, so I said he can see a mass. Uh, it's a fibrous tissue mass, and it's invading the musculature of her, of her legs. And so that's why she's having trouble walking. Has nothing to do with her back, uh, which is what our vet had said he thought it might be. But he's no specialist. And so I said, so we we definitely want to get a CT. We want to see how far back it is. And at this point, so this is so this is. Uh, Sunday, and he says, we want to get a CT, we want to see how far it is. At this point, it's probably a couple of options. If it's just in her leg and we think we can operate and get the entire thing, um, we'll just have to amputate her leg, and we just have to discuss whether or not a three-legged dog has a good enough quality of life. We kind of talked about how she's done since the operation on her leg that she had uh, and everything else. Um, and then he said, Worst case scenario, it's invaded into her pelvis, and there's really not much we can do from a surgical standpoint at that point because you can't take a dog's pelvis. Like that's just the, the dog's done at that point. So she stays there. We go back and get her that night after the CT's done, uh, and they want us to come back and look at the CT. The doctor wants us to come back and look at the film. So we go back, and we're looking on the computer with them. And he starts showing us where this mass is and how big it is and how far back into her leg it is. And then he proceeds to show us what was really concerning to him, which is all the tumors in her lungs and her spleen. And he said, I'm not an oncologist, but these are really concerning to me and they look like cancer. Uh, I don't know enough about different types of cancer to tell you much more than that, but there's not anything probably that we can do surgically, especially with it having advanced into other parts of her body. And so, of course, at this point, we're, the news has just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And Monday morning, that Monday morning, we have to go talk to the oncologist. And the news from her after the actual radiologist read the, the scans and, and she's looked at them, she's like, you know, unfortunately, this is the conversation I have most of the time. Because with dogs, we don't ever get to catch it early enough. So essentially, she gave her... So this was just a little less than a month ago. Um, it was right after Thanksgiving, actually. Uh, like the was the first week of December, maybe. Um, and uh, she said she has about four to six weeks, probably. That's it. And then she said there's three ways that she'll probably go because of the metastasis. 
because it's metastasized into the different parts of her body. Her lungs may start to fill with fluid because of the cancer in her lungs, or her spleen may rupture, uh, and she'll bleed out, or she loses all control of her back legs and becomes basically immobile and can't, you know, incontinent and can't do any of that stuff. And that's when quality of life is really a thing. So she had a few options, but basically none of them were going to extend her life, really. We could just make her comfortable. And so that's what we've done. Um, so it sucks we're going to lose our dog. It's a pretty bummer. But uh, at least we get to let her go with dignity. Um, she's medicated enough that you wouldn't really know too much unless you watched her, um, how bad she is. But she's lost a lot of weight now. She's been on some chemotherapy stuff to try and slow things down. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough tough week later this week. Um, but at least we get to do that. And we're able to do it with the girls here and and uh, in the house, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So we had to put Tuxi down our cat um, a couple of years ago, about a year and a half ago, right? Um. We had to take it to the vet. It was kind of an emergent situation, and that's the worst. Is if your animal has to end up in pain, and and that's when it's when it's done. Versus being able to do it while they're still happy. I guess I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't done that in a long time, so it's going to be an interesting, interesting thing. So sorry to bum everyone out. By the way, this is where I insert a want wall for you. Uh huh. Yeah, I didn't fucking do that to you. That was Jeremy. <laughs> I'm going to keep telling you that. I know that Jeremy can do no wrong in your eyes sometimes. <laughs> but it was him that went, oh, my friend, I had two people die. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so I didn't know that they came to homes and did that. That's nice. Yeah, so there's, there's a few services. So we actually, um, once we found out, we're, we're like, we don't want to have to take her in. Like, well, let's watch her and make sure, but. We would like to schedule someone to come out, and we know several people who have used a service. The vet actually recommended a service to us, um, but Bree has a has a personal friend uh, that that has had people come out. She she does Malamutes, and I mean those are big fucking dogs, um, and they come out to your home. And then uh, actually, Carrie Jackson, we were talking to him about it as well because he's had to put dogs, you know, put dogs to sleep. And he recommended the exact same place that Bree's other friend recommended. And so that's who we're going with. And it's their, they've been really, really nice to work with all the way through. Um, it's like a dog hospice. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. Uh, and they offer, you know, offer the after, after, they call it aftercare services. But essentially, you know, the cremation or whatever you want, they, they take care of all that stuff for you. So you don't, you don't have to. And I'm not going to have a pet sanitary in my backyard. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> I need to do her paw print still. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do that this weekend. So you're gonna have her cremated? Uh huh. Oh yeah, we'll have a private cremation with her, and we have just like with Tuxi, our cat. We will have her ashes somewhere. Tuxi's ashes are on the entertainment center. Don has uh, Sadie's ashes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, nice little memorial with her paw print and everything. So it's gonna be a gonna be a rough day that day, but uh, we'll get through it. Um, God, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> Someone talk about something like events, maybe. Well, there's not really a lot because it's the new year. So, I mean, there is. There's tons There's to a do. bunch of New Year's parties. Yeah, do you have tons a bunch of, of them listed? No, not at all. I'm too lazy. Um, but there is the last hurrah at the Gateway. 
So Eve no longer exists. Don't go to the Galvin Center. Is that the same be... thing that was first night once forever ago? Yep. It's I don't all... know if it's the same people doing it. But... Yeah, but I, it's just like evolved to different events. But so you, I mean, you can go to the Galvin Center, but you'll be by yourself. So um, <laughs> go to the Gateway. Um, they'll have lots of awesome events going on over there. On the 30th, before the, before New Year's, is the uh, ski jumping trials for the Olympic team up in Park City. That's the 30th. So that will be really cool. And then on the 2nd is the Sundance preview how cool. uh, I talked about last week at the Tower. You know, we talked about this before, but how cool is it that we have a lot of Olympic teams that train here? Like a lot of our Super Olympic cool. athletes cha- train out of Salt Lake. It's just awesome. Yeah, you have one just, in your backyard. We do. Well, we do. It's not really Almost. my backyard. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's the non-existent fence that's in our backyard. Yeah. Yes. Jesus. There's that a road fucking, in your backyard. That fucking fence. <laughs> I'll t- after we're done with events, I'll talk about the dogs next door. Don't worry. I don't have a lot, so I won't have to talk a lot. So I can't interrupt you a lot? Um, is that why I you're shortening like your event list is because you don't want me to interrupt <laughs> you? Is that really what's going on? No. So on the 5th, Folk Hogan is playing at Piper Down at 9 p.m. Um, I do have an event for you, Chris, you need to go to. You know, they say when you know, to get over fears, you go do it. So you jump out of a plane or go cliff diving. Up at the Natural History Museum, they are having ants are awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> no comment at all. And uh, it goes from two to four. That's weird. I can't hear you, Jess. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? there? <laughs> You get mad when I sit back and then you turn my mic off. <laughs> did you hear what you just said to me? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I should go hang out with ants. <laughs> yeah, why ants have plants as friends? That's what it's about, and the evolution of because ants. Because no plants. other bugs likes a fucking ant. That's well, why a plant is not. Friends. Well, that's why. Like you know that dude that's like my best friend's my dog. I don't talk to anyone else. That's because no one likes that guy. <laughs> that's why. And I don't so even have a dog, like, so... Oh, plants. That's why no, no one likes ants. <coughs> Nothing likes ants in nature. Even the plants don't really like them. They just tolerate them because the ants... Well, you wouldn't know unless you go to this class now. Oh, no, you? I'd know. So it's museum you know admission. What, you want to know what the creepiest fucking thing is? <laughs> have you seen the carpenter ants in like the fucking jungle that will devour like half of a tree and fucking build these crazy elaborate fucking fortresses? Spit fortresses. You motherfuckers. So we're getting into a new legislation session starting January. Hopefully so ants. On the 7th. <laughs> um, first of all, on the 7th is, uh, and the, I guess the Salt Lake Indivisible does this often, but it's called Postcards for America. And they do it at Amor Cafe, which is on 1329 South and 5th East. So you can go eat some bubble and brown because that's one of the places that they take their pastries. And you can write postcards to your Congress people, to your friends, to your family, but mostly to your Congress people. Congress they have uh, stamps and uh, postcards and all kinds of things. Remember what we talked about last week? Call. Call makes a huge um, difference. So I got, an e- I got an email in my... I have two emails. I have a junk email and I have my regular email. My junk email, I had to make junk because my aunt's work got hacked and I was getting like 100 emails a day. So now that's like any business stuff that I register for and I got an email that was addressed to my brother which was really weird but it was from Chris Stewart <laughs> it was about <laughs> net neutrality and I was like oh Michael I was like I need your email address because he switches email address all the time 
And I was like, I am really proud of you for contacting him. And so I forwarded the letter to him and he's like, it looks like I need to do it again. And I was like, yeah, I was like, keep doing it. I was just, I was just proud to see my yeah, brother awesome. do that. So it's really awesome. Yeah. It was a dumb letter. It didn't even make any sense. So, um, and then <laughs> they the never <laughs> fucking do cause they don't write them. That's what people like our, our friend from last week, Alex do. Yes. Their interns uh-huh. write that shit. Yes. So on the eighth is not that you're not smart, Alex. By the way, they're just always shit emails. <laughs> uh, well, it's because it's it's not. You know what? Other emails are shit. Is the ones I get from the Utah DNC, the Utah Democratic Party. Their emails suck dick. They're so terrible. You should see the ones they get. <laughs> they're more not even like hatched. it's not even like a good dick sucker. It's one that bites. It's terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, Alex calls me all the time. On the 8th, the Utah Taxpayers Association is doing a legislative outlook conference at the Grand America from 9 to noon. Uh, so you can get in there and they'll talk about some of the issues that are going to be coming up at the, at the session starting in January. And then you can just RSVP at Bren, B-R-E-N, at utahtaxpayers.org. So well, that's a big... That's a big chunk of shit that's going on right now with Congress having passed that legislation. Ta- I, can you even call it fucking tax reform? I know this isn't Utah-centric, but can you even call it tax reform, what they're doing? I don't know what you call it. Uh, it's a mess. It is. And what's crazy is, and, and Republicans, again, going back to Republicans are fucking smart little devils, right? So what happens immediately? Unless you make less than $40,000 a year, you're going to save some money until about 2024. Then you're going to get fucked over real hard right in the butthole. It's going to suck. But I was looking at some of the different calculators that are out there. And basically, if you make less than $40,000 a year, you instantly pay anywhere from 1% to 4% more taxes. Oh, but you get all of that back. How do you get all that's of that, that back? That's the argument. No, that's what you fucking end up paying out of the gate in 2018. If you make less than $40,000 a year, you are going to pay more in taxes. And you know who gets huge breaks? Corporations. The corporation fucking tax rate dropped like, was it eight points, I think? From like 32 to 24%? Something like that, yeah. That's fucking insane. And then... All the shit corporations are able to write off as business expenses and, and, and operating costs, basically. Individuals can't do it. Small business owners can't do it unless they're making ridiculous amounts of money, which just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Anyway, sorry. I'm a little <laughs> pissed about it. And, but it is smart because the big chunk of voting population is going to get some sort of benefit. For someone like me, it'll actually probably be fairly even. I don't think I'm going to pay much more or or pay much less. Um, but in the long run, by twenty, I think they're 2024 is when they expire. If Congress doesn't vote to keep them going, then the rest of the public really gets fucked, and all those different things expire. So, and they are making it a lot harder to itemize now, like way harder to itemize. Every year it gets harder. Every year things change and it gets more complicated. This is this is a full overhaul. There are tons of changes. Like if you make any kind of real money, or if if you own your own business, you 
better get a damn tax guy to do your taxes. You should not be trying to do them yourself anymore. You don't, do you? You have a tax guy, don't you? I've done it myself up to now, because holy crap. <laughs> you need to pay a tax guy. I'm not kidding. This, this, maybe not this year if you're not doing it, but 2018. And you probably ought to talk to someone sometime after tax season about what you need to be doing to prepare for 2018 because there's a lot of changes. Anyway, uh, sorry, went off on a tangent about taxes because it pisses me off. Um, well, you guys want to talk about City Weekly or does anyone have anything? Oh, I'm going to talk about my, the dogs Your next fence. door. Yeah, so because we talked about the fence last week. The fence has been knocked down and they did not find the guy. We talked to the police officer yesterday. He was um, very, very, very nice, by the way. Officer Jin. They didn't find whoever did it. I have been out there a couple times trying to assess myself. We had someone quote us. It's going to be just a little bit more than a deductible to fix it. And we don't really want to spend that to fix a fence that we just want to replace anyway. So we're going to figure something out. But new revelations this week. Uh, the neighbor dogs have figured out that the fence is broken. And that they can get between their yard and my yard, which I don't mind. It doesn't really bother me too much if they get into our yard. They're very nice dogs. They're nice dogs. Our dogs like to play with them. They have uh, a pit bull basset hound mix, who's <laughs> the it's sweetest, adorable. most lovable, adorable dog. And then they have a new puppy who's as big as Leah, but she's only like six months old. She's a French Mastiff. Her yeah, name is Massive dog. And she is really, really sweet. She is such a nice I still dog. have yet to see that dog. And uh, they've been getting into our yard, which wouldn't be a big deal, except the fence is down. And we found out they were in our yard the other day because someone brought them to the back door because they jumped out onto 6200 South and were in the middle of the road. Yikes. Yeah, that's So they the assumed they were our dogs since our fence was down. So we got them back into their yard. I thought I had short up the fence. Apparently not good enough because those dogs are fucking crafty ass escape artists. <laughs> so hopefully I have shorted up enough again uh, so that they can't get into our yard. Uh, but they are, I mean, they're such sweet dogs, but they're, especially Hope, she's a big dog and she's a mastiff. So she's a, a an intimidating puppy because she's still a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the problem is they all decide to go for a run. Yeah. Well, and, and you're now right the, on 62. Now the thing is, is like Trapper hadn't really realized that there was like a place for him to get out. And Leah, you know, you just we just talked about her. She's she's kind of she too can't sick really to, get up and into the the fence. She can't navigate it. it. So he hadn't really figured out that he could leave. Well, now that he has seen the dogs leave and people come in, like. Now I worry about him. Yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to go run around. Now, he's not stupid enough to run in the middle of 6200 South. He's <laughs> really dumb, but he's a chicken shit. Um, but he, that doesn't stop him. Like, he'll gallivant around the neighborhood and then come back eventually. But he'll go, like, two, three blocks away and hang out with people that live in my neighborhood. And come <laughs> back. Like, there was once this summer he had gotten out because uh, the neighbor's fence on the other side was down and they had been able to crawl under the fence and threw a broken slat. And so he had gotten into their yard and then got out. Like It was like an, like almost a daily thing with him, but he always came back. He didn't come back for like 30, 45 minutes, and then I get a call from somebody, and he's like, I got your dog over at my house. He's just chilling in my garage with me. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? He was like, it's like two and a half blocks down, and 
uh, I went over and the, and the dude was actually building. So Chopper's just hanging out in his garage because it's hot as fuck in the middle of the summer. Uh, and Chopper's like chilling in his garage drinking his dog's water. And uh, <laughs> the dude was actually building a slide from his roof into his yard, a water slide. Hmm. That's he had already gotten the, the stuff on the back of the house done for it, and he was building the the ramp down from the front. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That's <laughs> <laughs> some pretty cool fucking neighborhood people. It's cool. We probably didn't have a building permit, but it still sounds cool. Uh, that's like when I say, gee, I wonder if they have insurance. <laughs> so there's there's two ways to do things. You can just do them and then ask for forgiveness, which you don't usually have to do that anyway. Or you can try and get a permit and then have to fucking go through all kinds of hoops and it's pay true. people like Jeremy and his uh, his engineer. That's what happened to my uh, neighbor with his chickens. He tried to go through proper channels to fix his coop and uh, up well, the chicken that was not his fault. I mean, it was because he didn't fix his fucking chicken chicken coop for six months. They kept getting in our yard because the chicken coop. Had that wasn't open. why they got in trouble though. They got in trouble because of the people at the top of the street whose chickens were running around. Not not our neighbor's chickens. And then when the city inspector came to find out what was going on, they assumed it was our neighbors and they inspected our neighbor's yard, but it wasn't our neighbors. It was the people at the top of the yeah. street. That's uh that's why the other mastiff that used to live next door ate a bunch of their chickens at the top of the street because they were just running around freely. They didn't have them in a gated area or anything. Chicken dinner. Oh dude, he ate like seven chickens one day. <laughs> I was talking to my neighbor Stan and he's like I just had to fucking pay these people like $300 so they'd leave us alone. Like, Ammo gets out of the yard or gets out of the house and he darts up the street to their house because he knows there's a snack out there. <laughs> you gotta understand, Ammo was 180 pound, is 180 pound. So then pound they got, English then they, they got rid of him and now they have the French Mastiff. Well, that's because her sister-in-law got it for her. And, and it was right after their dad died yeah. and she told the kids first and so our neighbor was the mom was like, like really? how do I tell my kids? Whose no. dad just passed away. No, you can't have a new dog. Like fuck That somebody's really. already like told them about. Like, don't do that, people. People, if you have a puppy and you have a family that you think might like that puppy, please check with the parents before mm -hmm. you tell the children. Any animal. Yeah. Like, don't just... Don't give them the gift of animal, ever. Yeah, you don't... Do Animals are little lives, and they're not presents. Like, don't buy chickies for Easter, bunnies for Easter. And, <laughs> like, no. Just no. Even people who want and like animals, you should still be checking with them, because there's a limit to how many p pets most people want. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'm there with you. I'm on board. What you doing, babe? Well, I think it's time to get into the best of Utah. So we got a whole other half of a book to go through here. Ruby, I just turned to the Ruby Snap page. I was telling Jessica earlier, um, I was trying to talk my boss into going one of, to one of the distilleries and getting um, some alcohol for one of the one of his biggest, well, his biggest account because um, we were invited to their holiday party and he wanted to take something. But he decided taking alcohol to truckers was probably not a good idea. So I said, we have to get Ruby Snap cookies. And he's like, well, when I was there the other day, I saw them getting ready for their party and they had like boxes of Mrs. Fields cookies. And I just looked at him and I said, so we're going to go stop and get Ruby Snap cookies, right? And so we went in and they had just pulled um, Betty's out of the oven. Mm 
And so she gave us hot buddies. Oh, they were so good. Like they That'd were be all like a blueberry muffin. A hot bed. So good. It was all that melty. Sounds like a steaming Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gave us uh, the red velvet cookie. I don't know what that one's name is. Scarlet. Yeah. And it was, they were both delicious. Why can't you just fucking name a cookie? I had Noel yesterday. I don't ever, I go in there, I'm like, I have no idea what these fucking cookies are. You just, you just point at them. It's not hard. Anyway. That's So she, she put them in the little boxes and she wrapped them all up. And then he was like, can I have one of those extra stickers so that I can, I want to tape the Christmas card that I got him to the, to the box, you know? And she was like, oh yeah, take, so he took two and he only used one. And I was like, can I have this other one? And I was going to put it on our suitcase. I left it in his car. So, Fucking I've got to remember to do that because we'll have a Ruby Snap cookie sticker Gosh. on our suitcase. But I'm pretty sure that we'll be going there again. I'm so. sure we will too, but I it's just sitting in his car. So. <laughs> anyway, we brought them Ruby Snap cookies and they were really excited because none of them knew what they were. And so, when they opened them and they saw how pretty they were, they were super excited. And I said, oh, if you haven't ever tried them, then I suggest that you, some of you like cut some of them up so you can like try little bits of every single one of them because Sarah, it's me, so worth it. Give me some of your cookies. Would you stop? I haven't eaten all day. Oh. No, get your own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, reader's choice. So out of the gate. Uh, Geek Show Podcast, of course, best podcast. Um, I don't, does that surprise anyone? Podcast. Nope. Honestly, it's a great show. I love Geek Show. Uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that they won. They have like a massive fan following. Um, they also have the soundboard. They that soundboard is ginormous. Because they can advertise with X96. Yeah. Well, and they, that's the thing is the show also now has advertisements coming from X96 and elsewhere. So they have good sponsorships, which is fantastic. But really at the heart of that show, it's just a bunch of friends getting drunk and having a good conversation. Well, they're legit friends too. Like they were, that's how they started it. And that's, they were main friends and they get together as friends. So it's kind of awesome. Yeah. So anyway, uh, best political scandal. So this to me, I don't know. I think because of the timeliness, Operation Rio Grande got it. But I think actually number three is probably the biggest thing to me. So Operation Rio Grande is the one that won. And so essentially that's like the military enforcement of destroying everything in the Rio Grande area. So they could kick all the drug dealers out. And uh, they, this is where they arrested like 600 people in like a, a week or two span and had like 60 police officers out there and sent a bunch of people to rehab. And Well, and, and now I guess I'll have to say to that is now, now that it's been a few months, has it done any good? Uh, it has. The The area is much improved. Uh, at least that's what the reports are. Um, but it has also dispersed the homeless population all over Salt Lake now. Well, even into the mountains. Yeah, I mean, they it have... scared them. They didn't like the having the police around and stuff. I get it. I mean, they had to do something because the homeless were being preyed upon. And what do you do? Yeah, I mean, the, it's just... At some point, you just have to try something. And what they were doing up to that point wasn't working, so they took a stab at it. But it really did. I mean, now you've got homeless people that are... It was like a like a big explosion, and they went all over the valley, um, but all over Salt Lake City. So places like up in Sugar House and up in the avenues where there were homeless people, but not all over the place. Now there's a lot of homeless people all over the place, uh, uh, all over downtown. Are you seeing more downtown by you, by work, Bree? Or about the same? Um, 
No, I, I do. In fact, this morning, um, I was, I, I come down. But one thing to keep in mind is your office is right behind the library, which is also a big homeless hangout. Right. But I'm also literally right behind the police station. Like the, yeah. if I walk out my back door, I can see the police officers working out in the fitness area. Yeah. I spit, I spit on the building a lot when I go out. And <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, so I drive down sixth South, whether I drive all the way from the beginning of it or come off of ninth and, and come down sixth South. And so there's always homeless people at the ninth South exit. Um, but as I turned off of sixth onto fourth East and was driving toward my building, um, I live or I live, I work in an area of Salt Lake where the, the parking strip is really, really, really wide. So the sidewalk is like maybe 10 or 12 feet in from the street. Um, so that parking strip is actually owned by the city, even though your business, you know, it maintains it just like on, on how for just like for your house, you, you maintain that parking strip, but you don't actually own it. So if, if something were to happen within the parking strip, you know, the city would be responsible for it. But anyway, homeless people like to camp on those because they know that there's nothing that the police can really, really do because it's city property. They're not trespassing. Um, the summer that we found the people actually camping out in our, uh, doorway, our actual, like, our, my building is like three steps below grade. And so you walk down three small steps to get into the, the main level. And it makes a little like alcove that's sheltered by trees. It's really pretty. It has like a nice little wooden bench and stuff in it. And there were like eight people camped out in there uh, um, after a weekend. And all they did when, when we call the police is move out to that parking strip. <laughs> And so the police, to get them away from our building, said, look, we'll let you move over to the park, the one that's um, off the, the city county building. We'll let you move over there. And we promise not to bug you because they can, they have to give them, I think it's 24 hours to vacate the premises. And he's like, we'll give you your 24 hours over there if you leave the front of this business. Which I thought was a, was a cool way to, to deal with it. I'm sure it's not, you know, unique. I'm sure that's probably what they offer them often. Um, but it's, it's a clever way that the police have, have found to, to be able to satisfy the business owners and get the, the homeless people off their front door because they're literally yeah. in our front door. Like pe anybody parking on the street is, has to walk past them. Um, and still, you know, comply with the law and give them the time to move. So they were pretty good about it and they finally moved, but it, it took them several hours before they did it because the people just got up and then they laid back down on the park strip and went back to sleep. Like, <laughs> so anyway, this morning there were more people parked there and they usually don't come that far out overnight. It, they usually do stay closer, but now that, but I, I will say is awesome is that operation was in terms of being scandalous and the way it was handled and, I mean, there's all kinds of lawsuits still pending because of the potential rights violations. Uh, I still don't think it eclipses losing Ori. The Outdoor Retailers Expo loss was, was enormous. Yeah. Especially having it go to Denver, which is, you know, our rival in those sorts of things. For so much. And Salt Lake, it's a long-term thing. I mean, sure, we lose the money for the revenue from this year, but 
next year, the following year, the year after well, that. Well, I'm sure it'll be hard to win back if we can ever win it back, especially now that, you know, our senators are on record as saying that Trump's doing a good job and supporting well, and uh, now that Zinke is, Zinke's has decision. our senator and, and congressman's play and not just Bears Ears, but also Grand Escalante's. Yeah. Just Escalante. That's where they found the dinosaur bones. Okay, my show notes pre-corrects Chris again. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be six million times. We'll see. I'm your wife. It's my job to correct you. No? So let's talk about the dinosaur briefly. Even though we're doing the best of, they did discover a new dinosaur. What did they name him? I don't know. Did they give it a name? I think Jess is looking it up. That's good. Is it a big dinosaur or a little dinosaur? I just saw pictures of the helicopter lifting it out. It's a prehistoric ant. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so as the helicopter was lifting it out, was it bigger than the helicopter or littler than the helicopter? Tyrannosaurus. Is what is it? A type of Tyrannosaurus, so it's big. Anyway, that's cool. So new, not really, not really new, if you think about it, but new to, new to us, new discovery. Very cool. Go Utah. It's cool that we have dinosaurs. <laughs> have I ever told you my ex-husband's, uh, he thinks that dinosaurs are on Earth because when God made Earth and he smashed together a bunch of parts of other planets that they're, that they came from some other planet. So they're the aliens. He doesn't think that they actually lived on just this Earth. Here. He thinks that. That they're just parts of other. Planets. I did see one of those posts not too long ago about what if dinosaurs were the predominant life on this planet, and we came from another planet, and we were the aliens, and we took over, and we made them extinct. <gasps> dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> interesting. <laughs> Back to the best of. So, uh, X96, Radio from Hell, best radio, best radio program. Is that a surprise to anyone? X96 and Radio from Hell, no, that doesn't surprise me. What's kind of a cool common thread is uh, one of our guests is a common thread between Geek Show, Radio from Hell, and X96, and that is our very own Mr. Kerry Jackson. So, that's kind of cool. Okay, so, best sports reporter, David James, DJ. I don't know, man. So I like um. Uh, who's the guy that does Ars Dunny? I like Dunny. He he does it with David James. So DJ. I know, but I like Dunny David, better. David James is the guy that does it with Brian Dunseth. Well, Brian Dunseth's not a, a local sports reporter. He's uh, he's a sports commentator, but he's also a national guy. So he's he's employed by ESPN that. now. Maybe he's employed by Fox. He's employed by one of those two, and he does a lot of international stuff with them. Um, international. But David James is local. I He's, didn't realize that Denny, I mean, because Denny's, he lives here. I just yeah. thought he was local. Uh, well, I mean, he is, but he works for National well, Sports. Well, I know, but I meant, I thought he was just. Nope, nope, nope. And so he does a lot of our, uh, a lot of our call uh, on TV calls uh, with David James for the Real Salt Lake games. They also do talk in Real and talk in sports. Uh, and, and he knows his stuff, but he's. <laughs> He's interesting on the Real Salt Lake calls, to say the least. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think that soccer is his like main bread and he's, butter. You can tell his progression over like the last, I think, it's two seasons now. He's that's been doing true. It. Uh, he's progressed quite a bit, um, but uh, but he still <laughs> leans on Dunny a lot. And but then again, I don't watch a lot of sports news. 
on local news, so I can't comment much more than that. Yeah, you uh, might I, be great for anything I, else. I have heard a lot of stories from, from Dunny uh, on some of the podcasts I listen to that he's a part of, though, with, with, with regards to what happens with him and David James. So, hmm. uh, Worst, Let's see. Worst Utah. Jason Shapitz. Uh Yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm okay with that. Uh, that worst Utah vote. Number two, Orrin Hatch, and three, Gay Herbert. So, yeah, and I, I think there's worse people than than Herbert. I do too. Out there, uh, not I don't, that he's my. I don't think it was great. I mean, the, the piece of the, the stuff about Herbert that bugs me are the the push to the the okay to sign certain resolutions like you know porn is a public health crisis in Utah and pushing forward having the governor's office push forward the thing forward. that frustrates me is his red phone direct line to the church and he passes everything through the church and he's admitted it yeah yeah that's really that bothers me because separation of church and state no i'm i'm with you there for sure for sure but i, I agree as far as a person goes as far as his own personal. He's not that bad, but I'm not happy with a lot of stuff he's done. No, no. I think my biggest thing is all the, the legal battles that he's had the state pursue um, that have all ultimately failed uh, at some level. Um, it's it's really disappointing. So. It just cost us money. On the other hand, John M. Huntsman Sr. was voted best, the best Utah, Utah with which I agree with. That guy is freaking fantastic, and this was done... Before he donated one point two million dollars to the road home, which they just did. Uh, the Huntsmans are amazing days. people. We we have so many good big families that give back to the community that it's no wonder that that people in Utah think that trickle down economics works. Well, because in Utah it kind of does. Uh, it doesn't because that's well, not what trickle down economics no, but is. I mean, that's philanthropy. That's but they a, think that's that the that's, social but that's what they think it means is that the that these big people have the the people with money get breaks and so they help the community more, and that happens in Utah. So that is a conservative way of thinking, but that is not what trickle down economics I is. Know. Trickle down economics is the idea that if a boss makes more money and, and you know pays less taxes, that, that he will pass that in the form of wages to his employees. But as we know, it doesn't happen. There's no evidence of that ever happening. Now, being socially uh, aware and being a philanthropist uh, in the church, you know, for all the shit I talk about on the church. They do a lot. They are one of the key reasons Utah is able to be as conservative as it is. They're socialists. Well, and that's because of their social programs. In other areas where the church doesn't have such high involvement in the community and have things like the DI uh, and and uh, all of their well, their social welfare programs that they have. I mean, if you're a member of the LDS church and you pay your tithing and you can't afford to pay your house payment, I've seen them pay house payments for people for three years. The church makes their house payments for them to keep them in a house or rents that finds a house and rents the house for them and pays the landlord for them. Like that's the kind of shit that the church does that, that goes unseen a lot of the times. And that's why we have such a low cost in terms of social programs in the state of Utah, because the church does so much of that. Can you imagine if the church wasn't here, how bad our homeless population, population Oh, I can't would even imagine. Our next-door neighbors would be homeless. Oh, yeah, or, living with her, a, or living with her parents. That's a prime example. So the church is right now helping her pay her mortgage because her husband died, and she's in, in a bit of dire straits. Now, she works full-time. But, she, but she's got three she's kids. She's got three kids. And two large dogs, and they're not cheap to feed. <laughs> no, but 
like seriously. I mean, right. that's 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 insane. well, and and like her husband had a like a broken down truck, and she had a really really old car. Like they weren't living extravagantly. Yeah, they have the two dogs, but they were not living by ex- in a extravagant. No, they were feeding their dogs like fucking Sam's brand Alpo. But but the problem. But then the thing is, is he dies, and now they have this old truck that doesn't work, and she's got this old car that's breaking down, and she's got a, you know, a son that's coming of age who you know needs to be able to probably eventually get around and stuff. And so I think she might have used some of the money to get a new car. But other than that, I mean, they fixed their fence. They got that car. Like. Well, and they it's not haven't. Even that. So when 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 Stan was sick, the church and other people they knew pitched in and finished a hundred fucking projects in the house that were like because he couldn't done. go home to an unfinished house. He's a carpenter, but he had leukemia. He couldn't come home from the hospital after bone marrow transplant to a, a living condition with any open projects because the risk for infection is so high. Uh, and so pitch in, and they finished all the stuff that was in their house that needed to be finished. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, the, that that happens here with the church that does not happen in every other community, and that's part of why we're able to be such a, uh, a relatively low social program state in terms of social program spending. Does not excuse why our fucking per child, you know, spending in terms of education is dead last in the fucking country. <laughs> God, that just is mind-boggling to me still. <clears throat> Anyway, anyway, but sorry. the philanthropists, so it's not just the Huntsmans, though. So you have the Eccles no. is yep. another big foundation. Um, the Sorensons. The Sorensons is another huge foundation. The Millers. Yep. Yeah. The Millers do a lot of philanthropy. Uh, and so there are a lot of really great people. Don't the Marriott's do quite a bit yeah, of stuff, too? Yeah, the Marriott's do and, quite and a bit of stuff. And they're Utah-based. They, um, they mainly stay more Salt Lake for the, with their philanthropy, where, like, if you go to any college campus, you're going to find... An Eccles building. Yep, and a Huntsman building At least usually. One and usually building. a Sorensen building. The U has a bunch of Eccles buildings. Yeah, SUU has a bunch of Eccles buildings, and DSU has Eccles buildings. Like, that's, that's just so awesome to me. And then, you know, the Huntsman Cancer Institute. Like, we're cutting edge when it comes to cancer research because of this family. And they're just, like, that family is just a kind family. So... We're, we're kind of lucky to live in this state, in my opinion. Hey, you went to this concert, didn't you, Jess? Yes, I did. So as, she, as he points to something that no one else can see. Jess can. Depeche Mode <laughs> uh, at USANA was voted the best concert of the year. Jess was there. Was it the best concert of the year? Um, <laughs> Not in Jess's opinion. No, I thought it was amazing. It was unbelievable. I loved it. But uh, it's such a subjective topic, like... I, I think it's actually a dumb category. So, because well, there's plenty of amazing this is, concerts. This is what's great. So, Green Day gets number two, and I would have loved to go to either of those because I Green Day is just fucking. And Iron Maiden, all of but them I, were going to be amazing. But Iron Maiden, that one, like the other two, kind of go together. But Iron like Maiden. you can tell the audience of this, <laughs> and then there's Iron Maiden, and so clearly there's there's a a heavy metal uh, influence in terms of. Keep in mind, these are the people's choice. So. Well, and, and anything, there really wasn't any concerts of Vivint because Vivint was closed for most of the year. Yeah. So, but you're excluding, um, Metro, you're excluding Red Butte, you're excu- excluding Urban Lounge, Circle Lounge. Like, there's well, so many venues. We have some really venues cool small that con- concert venues too. Like, Kilby Court is a f- <laughs> pretty, Court is dangerous. <laughs> pretty cool, shitty little venue. It's on here like, too. Um, so Metro, this, so Metro just brought, Gary Newman, 
Metro is bringing Front 242. Like, Front 242. They, <laughs> you know, there's definitely concerts there that should have been thought about. Depeche Mode was amazing. Don't get me wrong by any means. But the crowd wasn't happy with the show. The majority of the crowd wasn't happy with the show. Yeah, but I was. That's because weren't they playing their new stuff? Yeah. And all because they, they were touring hear. their new album. Yeah. <laughs> and all the crowd wanted to hear is their yeah. old shit from the 80s. Which they don't play. So No, because they want their people to Martin buy their Gore new actually shit. refuses to play it. So I don't anyways. So some bands It was a great show. Funny stuff like that. So So anyway. when you turn the page, friend of the best friend of the arts. Oh look, it's the Eccles. <laughs> so yeah, Kelby Court's on here with the Complex and Red Butte Garden coming in third, but Best Live Music is Red Butte Garden. The Complex is a pretty awesome place. You just have to make sure that like, if you're Nowhere. going for the show that you're there early because it's all GA. I've been to quite a few concerts there. I actually have one in April coming up. So I went to a, uh, a Sick Puppies concert there, and then I was like, oh my God, uh, there's a lot of people that are older than me here. <laughs> like, 40-year-old women, this isn't my scene. That's because Sick but Puppies love, old. But I love Sick Puppies. I can't fucking believe they're Australian. Mate. Yeah. But they sound, when they sing, it doesn't sound like they have accents. How many, there's all. a lot of bands like that, like English bands, that when they yeah. sing, you don't even know they're English, and then they they stop and they talk in between, like, hello! So, and you're like, holy cow, I didn't know <laughs> you were English. And I know we're talking about like big concert venues, but we have really great fine culture stuff here so you have like ballet west because we're talking about so there's a category for best dance company ballet west we have the uh rose wagner theater uh well the repertory dance theater uh and the riri woodbury dance company riri riri woodbury i've never seen them they're very very popular in utah Uh, but we have especially this time of year around the holidays they do there's tons of shows uh i know ballet west always does a thriller uh Mm mm-hmm which is which Since is I was in high school, that, that's the first year that they did it. Well, aren't you special? 98. Yes, because I went to it. <laughs> that's when my daughter was born. Uh, and there's really cool... We got, you know, we talked about this before. So movie theaters, you've got the Broadway Center Theater, which is just fucking awesome for independent and documentary type films. Uh, and I think it's interesting here. They put the Sugar House Cinemark Movies 10, and that's the old dollar theater in Sugar House that was the first... I think the first converted into the nice luxury lounge theaters. Um, I don't, I don't know if it, it was the first, but it's very interesting because it's not set up like the normal loungers are, where it's like on a tiered system. It's just still all in the like regular. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. It's still in the <laughs> well, slanty it's slope. it's in the old, it's yes. in the older style <laughs> slanty slope theater. Yes. Uh, I, I do like the tiers, and and the Cinemark by us like figured it out probably after a few people complained. <laughs> so when they built the really nice theaters by us, and you went when we went and saw um, Beauty and the Beast, I I don't know if you noticed this, but when you lean back, like it would cut off the very very bottom of the screen, the wall. Well, when you're short like us, yeah, yes. well, and, and my feet don't reach the ground in those chairs anyway. To so. be fair, not well, even, now they not really even when you're short because I couldn't see the bottom of the screen either. So they have now put all of them they up took, on risers. So now, really, oh, your good. feet won't reach and, the ground because Chris's don't my feet either. Don't reach the ground. <laughs> but they're well, it's a great. The only complaint I have is they are leather seats. I understand why they have them leather seats. But oh my god, I'm so sweaty. My complaint is that <laughs> Megaplex charges for them and Cinemark does not. And guess where I don't go anymore? I really like Megaplex's nachos. So here's the thing. <laughs> well, they have uh, the thing about this nice about Megaplex. Some of the Cinemarks are doing this now, but you can go buy okay food. It's like a step above gas station food to eat in the theater with you. 
Um, so they actually have real nachos, for example, where they actually melt cheese on the nachos. Or are you talking about snack bar nachos? No, like real pork nachos yeah. with black beans and guac. Yeah, yeah. So that's the nice thing I haven't thing seen about. that at Cinemark Plus, yet. That's nice. Megaplex is local. It's Larry H. Miller, which is a local company, and they yes. are local theaters. They're, they're all over the state of Utah now, but Cinemark is a national company. So when you go to Megaplex, you are spending local. But I got to say, the fact that Cinemark doesn't charge for those seats... I we and it's closer. We go to that, and it's a significant. It's like twelve dollars. It's a significant difference. It is, too. yeah. And yeah. it doesn't matter if it's matinee or no. regular seats. Yeah, so. and 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 there's like seven of them in the theater versus the whole theater in in the Cinemark ones. So, uh, I, but I'm a huge fan of those seats. But anyway, me too. I thought it was cool that that theater was voted uh, up there, and and then below that was Brewies, and Brewies is fantastic. <clears throat> I saw it there. It was weird watching that movie in that type of <laughs> cinema. The old it would work in there. The new it, I I could see having some trouble with it. We had the um, so the the Utah. I don't know if it's in here, but the Utah Museum of Fine Arts just reopened. But we have a lot of really cool museums here in Utah. I, I just delivered a cake to the Natural History Museum where they're doing a thing on ants. <laughs> it it is uh, on page one hundred and nine, Jess. That one page that you're open to. Yeah, so the Natural History Museum of Utah. Oh, look, it's at the bottom of that. (laughs) I guess I was only looking at the dinosaur. So, yeah, that, but that's from the Natural History Museum of Utah, the dinosaur is, right? Right. And then there's also the Leonardo downtown. Which is really cool. The Museum of Fine Arts. And the the Leonardo does, um, they get a lot of the roving exhibits that go around nationally, like the Titanic, Body 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 Worlds uh, stuff, the. They had some of the, the uh, Egyptian stuff yeah. come through mm-hmm. that was on tour. So That's been through here two times. Yeah, the Leonardo gets a lot of that stuff, and it's a it's such a great museum. It's on the same block as me too. I I actually work on an amazing block because I'm right by the library. I'm right by the police station. I'm right by the Leonardo. Oh, I guess it's the block over from me. But anyway, it's amazing. <clears throat> so Das Energy, we have big music festivals. Das Energy, which is a uh, a techno music festival, if I'm not mistaken. It is a rave party. Twilight concert series, though. That's big. Yeah. And over. Uh, yeah, they're done yep. with it. They don't do it anymore. They gotta figure out they gotta figure out something else. The, the problem is they I wonder if the one in Ogden will because Ogden one was a really successful this year. So Well, Ogden has less of a population to draw in, I think. Because I, I think less people from Salt Lake will drive to Ogden for for stuff that is coming. I'm yeah, not I saying it's on the band. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying it's impossible, but like, okay, so Twilight Concert Series gets the Roots one year. I remember going to see the Roots at the Twilight Concert Series at the Gallivan. That Center. was recent. That was that was like four years ago or five years ago. I thought they came back. I thought they came. I thought they came back again. It was. Bef- oh yeah, but it was before I knew Bree because I went with my friend Angie. Um, so that had to be like seven, eight years ago. Um, and the roots were eight here. Years ago, and, and it was it was uh, it was even then You've been really corrected. really crowded. <laughs> yeah, I just have hash marks <laughs> that I've been marking down on my sheet over here every time. Uh, so that's the problem. There's too many people, and to keep it, so they wanted to. Get, it was free back then, and now they charge for tickets, but um, like nothing. But it's like, like nothing. five bucks. But part of the problem is it costs a lot of money to run that that those shows. And when you're getting 20,000 people, like they did them in Pioneer Park for a couple of years, and they'd have 20,000 people in Pioneer Park for a concert. Yeah, that's where they've been holding them. Yeah, and, and that space is nice and wide open, but talk about problems. You stick 20,000 people in that little space, 
which is way bigger than Galvin Center was. Um, so they, they got to figure something else out uh, for it to work. But uh, And if you like really old bands, you go up to Red Butte Gardens. So like Huey Lewis and the News is going to play If you there. can get tickets there. Yeah, you pretty much have to be a member mm. of their thingy to get them. Red Butte's cool, but it's small. It's a small venue. You can buy them on KSL, but they're really expensive. <laughs> and speaking of music, we have a lot of great local bands. Um, I don't know about number two. I'm not even going to name their name. Uh, but Imagine Dragons. Why is, won't you name Royal Utah. Bliss? <laughs> they're actually. Do I you like not like Royal Bliss? I like Royal Bliss. I listen okay. to Royal Bliss. Aren't um, the Dixie Chicks? But they're like from Magna. Royal Bliss is like a uh, Nickelback situation. Royal. In fact, didn't Royal Bliss used to tour with Nickelback? I don't know. But they're they're basically a local version of Nickelback. They're pretty good. <laughs> I, a lot of, I mean, regular bands. Too well, and we have like huge. Like the the used was was Neon, a is a Utah band. Neon trees. Neon trees came out of, of Utah County. Is Paramore um, from Utah? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. Um, but even one. even outside of that, like there's there's a lot of local bands that haven't hit it big that are really good. Uh, like there's. Well, there's groups like Folk Hogan that are fantastic. Um, what's Bill's Fro- Bill Frost band name? I can't remember. Oh, I can't think of it either. Some weird fucking name. Um, but they're pretty good, and they do a lot of cover stuff. The Tragic um, Black. Yeah. But Imagine Dragons, I love. I When I'm listening to my Pandora, it never fails if I hear a new song, and I'm like, wow, I really, really like that. I look over. It's Imagine Dragons. Isn't that Five for Fighting group from uh, Utah as well? Oh, they might be. I think they Maybe. are. I'm pretty sure I got their CD from them. Uh, before they 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 actually got some radio playtime at a car wash that they were working at, I think their parents <laughs> or something. That's know. cool. That was a long time ago. It's really cool because when you turn the page, yet another one of our Utah pot, new Utah podcast alumni. Yeah, Spiral Jetty. Well, I'm uh, not talking about Spiral Jetty. I'm talking about Cat Palmer dorks. Oh well, well the spiral jetty is something that <laughs> I know we've talked about the spiral jetty, but Cal Palmer well, that on our pitch. show. You said when you, you turn, you the, turn the page, it's a big old thing. Is it not five for fighting? No, it's somewhere Sorry. else. Then I have to correct you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fine. I don't remember who it was. That's why I was asking. It was probably someone else. But the spiral jetty is is Utah's art now, didn't it? Yeah, it's a, get it's official a state monument now, right? A state monument or a state. Something. State work of art. Yeah, and and uh, it's just someone going out and fucking around with rocks in, in the salt flats, basically. I've never been, um, but it's really what you've never been to the Spiral Jetty. Mm-mm. I it's haven't really cool. either. I haven't. I drove, drove past it a bunch. Can you see it like on your way to Wendover, or is Mm-mm. it like more off no. the beaten path? It's not. Yeah. Uh, you kind of can. It's off the road. I've it's never not noticed that far off the road. It's not like a big old tennis ball that you can see. No, that thing's cool. Though. <laughs> that artwork's awesome. <laughs> I love that artwork. Um, <clears throat> so lots of cool, lots of cool stuff there. Um, bunch of theater companies. So you have Salt Lake Acting Company got uh, the I'm best. I'm surprised that Hale didn't get number one. Uh, I think a lot of people think Hale's pretentious, and they have like the the pioneer. <laughs> they are theater. pretentious. Have you just seen their new theater? <laughs> well, they have they have money. They're not just pretentious. They have money. So. Um, and I think that you like little ones, like you can. We even have. I mean, Desert Star. We have Off Broadway Theater. Like, yeah, there's tons of, of smaller stuff. ones. Well, see, that's I the thing. Desert Salt Star's Lake fun. doesn't Salt Lake Acting Company perform in some in like Off Broad the Off Broadway Theater sometimes? I'm Aren't not they a, sure. They're a pretty small acting company. I thought they might be. Well, no, that theater closed. I don't know where they normally perform, but Cat Palmer, she's the artist, best visual artist. So. 
Um, we talked to her at the beginning of December, and she's best known for her um, the Last Supper that she recreated, but with like local Utah famous people. So Sister Dottie, um, who else was in there? Jay Whitaker, Bill Allred, Debacus. Yeah. So, but she. I mean, Wasn't she does. Mary Nichols in it too. Yeah. She she does tons of other stuff. Her art activism. Um, it would be interesting to see how far that um, her dump Trump campaign went. Because well, how far did it go? Like six six hundred thousand or something like that. When, when we were or, yeah yeah. So. so it would be cool to see how far. I'm kind of skipping through the doctors and chiropractors and gym shit because I don't care. We love you. We need whatever. You. Those plastic surgeons are awesome. King's English Bookshop's cool. I will say this, though, for massage therapy, it's the second one on here because the Curador. Uh, hey, Foothill Family one. Clinic. I used to go there. But Sago, the Thai place. Sago Lily Spa is actually probably the best spa in Utah, if you ask me. Having been to not hardly any. <laughs> but you know what? That one that I went to, the was it Matrix? Oh, up by your office? That, that was nice. I go to one over by your office. It's the, the Healing Massage Therapy you School. Know, it's oh. the best. Free free hour and a half long massages and facials are always the best. Well, it wasn't just the I mean, it was the whole atmosphere of how they did it. Like it wasn't it wasn't um new age modern. Did it you was get cucumber water though. It was just a Swedish no. massage. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like like just the decor and stuff. Like you walk in and it's just I don't know, like when I walk into like other spas that I've been into, you know, they try and keep them all clean and fresh and fluffy and white and stuff, which is fine. I don't, it's not that I'm having a problem with that. But like you walked in there and they had Buddhas and they had tapestries and they had beautiful furniture and, um, their cups are all like plastic and they have like a little bowl that you put your dirty cup in. And like it, it was not so sterile. Like it wasn't, it, you walked in and it didn't feel like, a spa it felt like a zen area and then they have a like a huge opening that has like a big curt giant curtain but it's really lightweight material and that you walk through to get to like the stairs and stuff and then everything the lights are just all low everywhere hey speaking of that uh oleo's new yoga studio have you guys been in it i've just seen it from the outside uh, yeah i was so when i went up there and uh, did, did they take you in yeah derek nice. took me in it is it's a small space I but love the is, ceiling. It's so it amazing. It is so beautiful. Yeah. So <laughs> because it's an old like 1950s building, the the ceiling is it's just this great and, yeah. recessed round arched huh. ceiling in the whole place. And did they leave the frame on it? Because uh-huh. I had it. Yeah. It's so yeah, awesome. It's, it's really beautiful. Hardwood floors. Uh, and they, they're like super booked out now. They're getting huge, huge requests for it. So they are basically running it out to yoga instructors in, meditation in teachers yeah. yep and uh it's it is a really cool space it looked cool from the outside but i didn't get to go in i'll have to go back and take a look yeah so I they're can't. not teaching the classes though nope they're, they're uh, just yeah i mean they're jen 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 certified i believe that jen certified to do the meditation classes um but it, she's knows knows tons of people in that community so but it's a business, and if they can make money renting it out, good for them. Yeah, it's That's a awesome. beautiful, it's a beautiful space. And, and is it just uh, right across the hall from? It's the, literally, literally the door across, across the way. Right yeah, it was, it's an old motel. Yeah, it's one of those. So it's it's motels. right behind Judd's Barbershop. Ah, gotcha. Where there's this kind of in the same 
sort of building, but next to Judd's Barbershop, it's right behind it. Cool. Yeah, it's it looked pretty from the outside. You guys found any others that you really want to bring talk about before we get into food? <laughs> um, I just want to talk about Austin Jones at Painted Temple. I think it's super hard to pick out amazing tattoo artists because we have a lot. Yeah, we have a really we have big a, tattoo so, community. But it's a big community, but we are really, really good. And each one has a different style. Um, if you have never seen Austin Jones's work, um, follow him on Instagram. His work is unreal. Um, I've been talking to him about doing a piece for me. And a uh, super nice guy. And Painted Temple is an awesome location. So I really like that he was the one that got... Where is it located? Is it downtown? Um, the p- 2435 South Highland Drive. Highland, gotcha. Yeah. So I want to go check. I've never been here, but the pet supply stores. So there's. Oh, I know, right? I was looking at the that. dogs meow. That's such up, a cute up name. Up on thirty third and like twentieth east, and I've seen it, and I've never gone in, so I'm gonna have to go up there, and, and it's really kind of out of the way. But uh, there, there is the one that used to be in in Ninth and Ninth. I don't know if it's still there. I really like that shop, that little pet shop there. Mark Sark, I remember that back back when I was like in high school. That was about the only place you could. Like little specialty boutique store. Yeah, Mark Sark, the little pet pet mm-hmm. place in West Valley. They may have had others, but it's the one in West Valley I remember. It's still there. It's still there. Um, Jess, have you ever been to Uptown Cheapskate? Uh, no, I drive by all the time when I'm in Sugar House. I drove by it yesterday, there's actually. A consignment <laughs> shop? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're actually all over the place, but there's one over yeah, there off of I 21st. I see the one by Fashion Place Mall. All the time. It's basically like really expensive clothes. But not as expensive, like used. Hmm. Gotcha. I always want to go in and see. No, what I've, what I've been to Iconoclad, um, and I've been to Pips, but not Uptown. Best recreation destination. This is but, a wait. You skipped you best two. bowling alley. I didn't. <laughs> I told you guys to pick ones you okay, like. Best and bowling alley. What the heck? All Star Lanes. That's not the best. Bonwood Bowls. I know, but All Star Lanes should be. That was. That's more fun. <laughs> it's also a big giant corporation. So, just saying, it's. I mean, for I just want to keep it local, yo. For a for a chain to be the second best Here, in Utah doesn't say much about a bowling alley. Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, so, but the best outdoor recreation destination is Moab. Uh, and then honorable mentions go to Lake Powell and Zion. Uh, Moab's just cool. That's one of the places I still have not gotten to go I through all the arches. I've never been to that list. I've never been to Moab ever. Me neither. I have. I hate driving to Moab. Price Canyon sucks. It is a long drive. To get hey, to. babe, Milo Sports on this list. You should try driving up from hey, Price Canyon in a fucking year. blizzard. I've only been there in the summertime. But isn't Milo Sports one of your clients? Oh. It used to be. They were on the list last year. Sorry, I about them I blew last my year. nose and I'm dealing with the bloody nose aftermath of blowing it because of the fucking change. Bloody nose breed part two. <laughs> bloody nose Chris. Yeah, well, it's just it's the same fucking wet, dry, wet, dry, His wet, isn't dry. as bad as mine gets, though. But it, no. he does have them. I think he has them more often. They're just not as bad. Just blow your nose and get fucking blood all over yourself. Hey, hey I've sneezed a lot since that last hey, episode and now not one more bloody nose. Did so. you guys see all the pictures of Liberty Park? Like, um, the LARPing is amazing. I know, they put a picture of the <laughs> LARPers in. 
I feel like I need to go home and watch Role Models. We, we talk about parks. We talk about Pioneer Park a lot because it's like a fucking drug haven. Yeah, but uh, so Liberty Park is pretty bad sometimes too. Yeah, but like but Tracy Avery Liberty is Park awesome. Is, Liberty Park is primarily like hallucinogenics. It's the only place that I've been where there has actually been a gun fired while I've been there. So, yeah. well, that's because you don't go hang out in like Rose Park in Glendale. Um. <laughs> Says who? You wouldn't even know. You don't live in Kearns either. That's that true. shit's like every day for me now. That's it true. It is not. <laughs> that's true. I did hear. I did hear an emergency vehicle go by earlier. That's one of the things. I don't think that was because of a shooting. It was probably a car <laughs> accident. <laughs> even better. So it's not uniquely Utah because every place has parks, but. We've got some really fucking nice parks in Salt Lake City. So, you know, Liberty Park, especially, there's so much to do there. There's there's the aviary. Oh, um, merry-go-round. You could go LARPing. On Sundays, there's a gigantic fucking drum circle that forms where you can just go beat drums. Oh, yeah. There's there's a play, uh, uh, a lake that they rent paddle boats for when it's not covered in sludge from Chevron. Um, <laughs> do you remember Kelly Gittins? Huh? who's Kelly Green now. So I posted a picture of my stools and she married, her husband is a drummer and she's like, they look like drums. And I was like, yeah, they do kind of look like <laughs> drums that they beat in the park. And then there's Sugar House Park and I went by Sugar House Park and you know the edge that's kind of by the Sizzler? What the fuck are they doing there? Have you guys seen that? I just drove by there yesterday. I didn't I just even drove notice. by there and I didn't notice either. They're, they're I was putting just there. in, so on the, on the west side of the park, right by where the Sizzler is, um, oh, they're I putting did all that red rock something. stuff in that like formed red rock. I don't know what they're doing. There. I don't know. But that whole area they've re- been revamping. Yeah. Well, that's the park that like half the hillside burned down last year, right? That's the other site that's, oh, that's on that's knife. On that's on the two fifteen side. That's where the sugar house prison was turn of century. Yep. That's the foundation of the old prison. I was oh. right across. But they're the doing something there. with it. Yeah. Uh, so because I went to Oleo and then drove down the street to visit then, my friend. Also, Murray Park's on here. Have you guys been to Murray Park at all? Yeah. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. Murray Park is but way bigger than it. you imagine. Murray Park is huge. <laughs> it's it's huge. like <laughs> you think like like how big Central Park is. I don't know how big Central Park is. It's pretty ginormous. Yeah. <laughs> but Murray Park is 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 a really big park. There's ball fields. There's huge uh, like outdoor swimming pools. And they got the amphitheater. The outdoor they've amphitheater. They've got an amphitheater there. Um, tons I think the and coolest parts about our parks. Our parks is that they're they are everywhere and in the middle of like prime real estate areas and you don't see anybody ever saying, "Hey, let's get rid of this park or something." Like it's pretty rare here for someone yeah, to de- do we that. We definitely value our, our park and uh, our park spaces like that. So back in, so back in the day when I was in high school, and you would never that was a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you'd never in a million years get away with this. Now we used to play laser tag at Marie Park at night. So well, that'd be cool. It you was never way invited awesome. Me. Well, yeah, but you Jerk. think about though, a bunch of people wearing black running around the park with guns. Yeah, it's, uh, probably wouldn't fly. I anymore. don't think that would be easy to do these days. But but because it, you used to have the you'd wear the the, the vest thing, the vest thing, and then I, I think we had the arm. Anyway, so we we all had laser guns when I was laser tag when I was in high school. But we'd play it in the park at night, so you'd run all over. That's a big ass park. I've ice blocked in that park. It was fun. I play baseball there. Have you ever ice blocked? Yes. Yes. We were just talking about it the other day at my cousin's <laughs> house because they have a huge hill in their backyard. You've never ice blocked, have you? And been? I and we were talking, and I bought the, her little kids' sleds. It's so much fun. And so then we were talking about ice blocking. So it's pretty dangerous. A, <laughs> you go get a block of ice. The big square. You Why the, the hell would block? I sit on ice? Because it's fun. You no, put it's a, a garbage bag. You put a yeah. towel on top of you put, it. That's yeah. not the point. The, the, the coldness <laughs> still seeps in, through. In, no. the, in the middle of summer, it's no. just fine. And you find a big hill. 
and you in the sit middle on it. of summer. Yeah, because it's hot, and yeah. you sit outside. on it. So you and, stay on ice, and the ice. It would melts. have to be like a hundred and five for me to sit on a block. Of it ice. gets that hot in the summer, and the ice melts, and you and you slide down the hill. Fly down the hill. There's that big hill, that perfect yeah. hill. It's great for ice blocking at Murray Park. Yeah, that scares me. The, and we we did a, it at a church over by my house. We have a bunch of good sledding <laughs> hills hill. out here, too. Like, Sugar House is great for sledding. If you want to see people fucking eat shit, that is a great place to go watch. <laughs> I know. My office used to be right there, and the whole side, we were on the side of and Sugar House like, Park. Uh, like and some days we just, just sit like, there. Yep. watch people eat yep, shit the whole pretty time. Much. <laughs> pretty much. There's some great hills, great hills uh, for that kind of stuff. I have never, ever, ever been sledding. I've never been ice blocking. Uh, I've done all those I, I really Goals. don't do winter sports very much because I get so cold. Like that right now, I'm sitting in here and I am like, I don't poor, know. Poor kid things. That's I don't know if I will ever so. go snowmobiling again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty traumatic question. We'll see. You almost so died. Best snowboarding is Brighton. Does that surprise anyone? No, because Brighton because that's is, all they do. <laughs> that is that is the snowboarders' haven. Well, Brighton was like the first or one of the first, yeah, to allow snowboards back in. I, and then Snowbird, and then Park City. And Park City has really good courses for snowboarders because they have the full pipes and everything. I think the only problem with Park City is they're freaking pretentious and way expensive. I think they're really expensive now that that group that isn't it the group that owns Vale that bought them? I believe I so. I think their prices have gone way up. They're not ice snow so it doesn't yeah, matter right now. it doesn't now. matter where the fuck you go. That's not true. There'll be some tonight. It's supposed to snow in a little while. Well, and there's... and there's It's a little too cold for it too, though, so I think. It, not up in the mountains. It'll be fine. Uh, and there's... I mean, the fake snow is staying because it's cold Because it's cold big, now. Fake, yeah. Fake yeah, snow. But uh, I call it fake snow. It's real snow. It's just really... It's just, just created, created in a... When I was up in Park State a couple of weeks ago for work, they had the big fake snow machines going. Like, it looks so cool. Like tons of them. So the whole side of the hill, you can just see the... It's just pushing snow. <laughs> well, they've got to get a base. They've only had, you know, not even two feet, I don't think, up in most of those Well, and when areas. you think a base, two feet is not a base. No, 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 because rocks and bushes still stand up over that two feet, like a a base is like 110, 110 inches. Yeah. You're talking like, you know, six, 10, seven, 10 eight plus feet, feet for the base, for the base. Yeah. That's not including the powder. So you're skiing on top of 10 feet of snow. Yeah. It's uh, not right now. You're not. No, no. Hopefully it'll Maybe be a after long this winter. weekend. Yeah. There's like three storms coming in. So, so Mountain Dell is the best public golf course. Um, Old Mill and then Bonneville. And I've never gone to Bonneville or Old Mill. I guess you better get on I haven't that. I really golfed in like two I was, years. I was just going to say, you didn't golf at all this summer. The no. skate shop, Milo Sports. Yeah, Milo Sports awesome. If you guys haven't been there, it is a really cool skate shop. Uh, they did used to be a client, but they, they went a different direction. They're still good friends. So back in the day, Taylor's Bike Shop was really cool. And it's lo- it's it's very local. They have yeah. they actually have two. In fact, one of my neighbors is one of the Taylor's of Taylor's Bike Shop. If, Wait, there's <laughs> one on 54th. If you mm-hmm. go That's to, the original one. And there's a couple there's a couple Milo Sports too. And if you go into the one up on thirty third up by Sylvester's and mm-hmm. all those other places up there, uh, if you go into that Milo, they have up on their up on the ceiling, they have a whole bunch of old original snowboards and they kinda have a bunch of these the, this progression of how the snow the evolution has, has evolved over the history. It's really fucking cool. It's really cool. And they have in Milo, they have professionals in there all the time, skateboarders and snowboarders, just in the shop hanging out all the, the original time. Original snowboards were just a glorified longboard, basically. Uh yeah, they're pretty pretty <laughs> janky things. 
so Snowbird Snowbird wins best ski resort, and Alta, who only caters to skiers, is second. So boo to Alta or something. <laughs> hey, look, Jeremy, there's an ad for Bob's Magazine and Video. You like I thought Bob's. it was closed, wasn't it? 1207 No, they South moved. Or it's, they oh, moved. it's just not a... Because it used to be on like 730. The original dirty, dirty Bob's. We sell adult DVDs. Excellent selection of regular and adult magazines, DVDs, and energy pills. Value pack starting at four ninety nine. What's a value pack at Bob's Magazine? Is that probably a magazine and energy pills? So is that like <laughs> is that a, a that's an extends and a private viewing room? A Spanish fly, Not a magazine, and uh, uh, monster. Uh, yeah, a Red Bull and a small packet of KY. Maybe Those small packets can go a long way. I wouldn't know. I know we've had this conversation yeah. before. <laughs> Have we had it on air? Because I don't think our. I'm sure we've talked. I think about it was on air actually. <laughs> and Dirty Bob's. All right, all right. Now we're going to get into the thing that everyone's been waiting. Does on. Dirty Bob know about the internet? Uh, he does, but he apparently is still in business. So um, some people don't have the internet, Jeremy. Those homeless, That's true. Those, <laughs> those homeless people bastards. that hang out on 13th and State, trust me, they uh, they're all right with magazines. Uh, <laughs> Food. Okay. <laughs> so it's food time. We got about we only got about half an hour, so uh, we got to be a little more picky here. Um, but I love food. Um, so let's face it, we all like food. I've never been to Lakai. I've never been to Lock Haven, and I've never been to the Cliff Dining Pub. Cliff Dining is awesome. I love going. They have an ama- actually. They have a really great brunch. They have these amazing, huge, massive sticky rolls. They close for a little while, but. Um, the view is awesome because it's just at the top of 123rd South and super east. So it's cool. I haven't eaten anything else except for breakfast there. So best brunch spot, Ruth Ruth Steiner wins breast brunch. Uh, breast brunch, is that what I said? I <laughs> I still like Market Street's brunch. It's really good. Um, then best breakfast is Penny Ann's Cafe. I I love their food. I like Penny I crave it all the time. I have never been and, to Penny Ann's. And now that there's... They make chicken in the waffle. Well, there's one that's not too far away from you. There's yep. one off of... There's 100, 123rd. 123rd. You know where the McDonald's and Chick-fil-A East. is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're 30s. It's, it's like 30s. 30s. Yeah. I don't think it's quite fifth. Oh, There's one in that, that big strip mall at the end where of that Where Joann's is. On that oh, yeah. same street that... Yeah. There's that Waffle Love. Waffle Love is disgusting. <laughs> go to Bruges. If, go up the street to Bruges yeah, if, if you're going to have that type of waffle. Yeah, Bruges is just up there, too. Best Chinese restaurant. Can anyone guess? It's the same one that wins every year, and I don't think it's that great. Mandarin. Stupid Mandarin and Bountiful. We have a bunch of good Chinese We options. do, but I agree with number two and number three. Red Maple, yeah, Red and, Maple Gold and Gold Dragon. I love Golden Dragon. Golden Dragon's great. So good. What's the one on state just across from the uh, where the, the Red Road campus for the it's community the college? Uh, is it Golden Phoenix or Golden Dragon? Because Golden Dragon used to be on on Main Street, and they moved over. We're talking about Street, Little so. World. Maybe Little Little World is. I don't think it's open anymore. They got oh, closed. They closed. They had like a hundred and eighty <laughs> something health code violations. <laughs> Look, anyone that went to Little World to eat knew what you were getting into when you walked <laughs> into the place. It was cheap, but they had like they they were like storing noodles in laundry baskets on top of skateboards and nice. stuff. Like they they shut them down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you're thinking of. But Golden Dragon's not too far from there. It's on Main Street, though, I believe. No, it moved. That's why I oh. just said it moved over to State Street. It's uh, on State You know what yeah. else is right over in that area is uh, Cafe on Hong. And if you like dim sum, 
that just, there's no better place. Have you been to Hong Kong Cafe and had theirs? I'm just what? wondering. I've never been there before, Where? so it's it? right next to Brooks. You the know, venue in the venue. The venue, Club Sound. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have it not. says Bricks now. The sign is back up for Bricks. I was like, where's, oh the, where's the dim sum place that we went there in Taylorsville? Uh, that's maple. the Red Maple. The Red Maple. That's the, the one in the old uh, Marie Callender's building. Yeah. It's on the list. Yeah. So that's oh. number two. Remember when hey, we said number two? We're number two. I love Chinese <laughs> food. We have a we have a really nice Chinese place here. Oh, uh, I love that place. Nearby. But it is not the best in the valley. No, it's but not. It's, but I really, really like it, close. and it's cl- it's close and convenient. It's called Pearl Express, and the the family that runs it is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they know me when I walk in. They know exactly what I order. Without, uh, although I just the, noticed uh, a mistake in here. Although the last time we didn't order the same thing, and that was those noodles were really good. Yeah, Singapore rice noodles. By the way, people, if you don't know, if you've never had Singapore rice noodles, you need to get them. They're delicious. What mistake did you notice? Uh, it's okay. It's not on air. It's not. It's not on air translatable. <laughs> it's just more funny because I'm a nerd to notice it. Uh, haven't a lot of people said they really like zest that have been on I the show. Zest. I've still not eaten at zest. Their grilled cheese is so good, and somebody just told me they took it off, and I hope that they didn't because it was the, well, the only thing that I ordered there. <laughs> that's what happens. I've still not gone to okay. Best Japanese restaurant. Takashi gets the vote. Uh, then there's Kyoto and Ichiban Sushi. And that will be the one that's downtown, the Ichiban. Yeah, that was going to yeah. be my complaint. When you say Ichiban Sushi, like Kyoto is its own place. There's only one Kyoto in the valley. There's like 500 fucking Ichiban Sushis. I know, I've been to all three that I know of. There's the downtown one, there's one on State Street, and then there's one on 90th now. And they're not, any of them are the same. Did, not the who same are we business. talking about this with? The term Ichiban means like fast. It's like number one. Um, the 90th and the 33rd, I think, are the same, but not downtown. Downtown has its own. So best that building is cool. Best Indian restaurant. I disagree. So Bombay House, Kathmandu, Himalayan Kitchen. I've been to Bombay and and Himalayan Kitchen, and they're good. But I think Gura's Spice House is mm-hmm. the best. I think the problem is it's up in Harriman, and you don't have it's most so of spicy. your. It's really <laughs> far away. Well, you can get stuff mild there. You just have to tell them, but. It is so far away. And it's in the strip mall and it has very limited seating. Yeah, but it is. Well, and it's actually more uh, Nepali yeah, food it's Nepal- than Nepalese it is. Nepalese primarily. Because yeah. they have like the, the, what are the, like Nepalese dumplings and stuff there mm-hmm. that are really good. The, the momu or whatever. Yeah, that place I is- totally butchered that. Someone's going to correct me. <laughs> but oh uh-huh. my God. So I, I, I got to say that they're, they're the best in the valley. But I think the readership just probably hasn't experienced them. So that is one downside to this list. Is I also would add the Indian India Palace too because they're amazing, and they have one yeah. on 106 South, and then they have one. The original one is in Provo, but uh, it's same owners, and the food is just as amazing. So all right, best Korean restaurant. It means really? best. Ichiban means best. By the oh, way, that's, that's what, what it is. That's what it so is. So I love cup pop. But they are not a fucking Korean restaurant, and it's annoying that the readers don't understand that. They got number two right. My young guy is fantastic. Their food is delicious. They're over by the Delta or the East Center or Maverick Center or whatever it is. Is Korea House the one that's on State Street? I think so. I haven't been there. Uh, I think it's uh, across the street from your donut place. Oh, the Donuts and Deli on 27th? Best donuts in the valley, motherfuckers. (laughs) I don't even care what, what this says, and I'm sure there's a donut category. 
Uh, so red iguana wins best Mexican. I'm surprised blue iguana gets second. I've heard nothing but bad things about. Yeah, blue I don't iguana. hear good things about. But blue maybe iguana. I'll have to try. try they're not. Re- they're not. I wonder if like related, people. Right? I mean, I wonder no, if people like different. see that and that maybe they confuse them or something. I don't know. I'm gonna have to try blue iguana now though. Um, we have, you know, everyone talks about places like San Francisco being food meccas. We are we are getting there. We have amazing restaurants in this valley. Uh, you just have to go find them. Uh, they're they're you, out there. You can't go to the Sizzlers. You need to go somewhere real. Yeah, Every time I go to Sizzler, I get sick. Yep, that's <laughs> why I don't go no more. And Chris is one of Chris's best friends. He goes to Sizzler for his birthday all the time. Yeah, like every really? Year. Best Salt Lake Valley restaurant, Braza Grill? That is like... <laughs> that's dumb. It is... That place is terrible. I'm sorry. So that is Brazil. And you know why it's on here? It's because it's cheap. It is a cheap Brazilian grill, so it's oh, not... I've been there. I know. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's really <laughs> not good. And um, underneath, uh, like, by provisions and in and between, it, and Copper and Kitchen. And Copper Kitchen below it. Like, how the yeah, fuck are people Yeah, readers, you are that? fired. You guys are wrong. Or whoever tallied it didn't read clearly. Yeah, uh, maybe they were, like, worst fucking Salt Lake Valley restaurant. I don't know if it's the worst, but it's not good. It's not good. Don't go there. Um, this is not... Hopefully, you don't have them come on the show, because... <laughs> Braza? Really? No. <laughs> They're not good. They're not good. <laughs> I don't know Ogden well, so I'm not going to talk about them because I haven't been to any of those. Um, best place to take mom, Ruth's. Man, Ruth's Diner has won a bunch of shit. They're in a lot of these in the, in the top three. I like the ambiance, but I don't love the food there. I, I haven't been. I'm reserving judgment for now. I, I like where it's at, and I like I've the been, story behind it. But I've been a couple times, and the food was okay. It wasn't... Spectacular, but it was okay. So Vietnamese, oh my, fantastic Vietnamese food. But I got to tell you a story about oh my. So they have been expanding. Yes. And one of the things that happens when a restaurant starts to expand, good on you, your business is doing Do they great. have three now or just the two? Uh, they have three, I think. Cause they have one in South Jordan. Right. Um, and State and Street. State Street. And I don't know if they have a third. Maybe they I think they have a two. truck too. Um, but one of the things that happens when you start to open up multiple restaurants is your quality can suffer. And I got to tell you, I went to an Omai. Now, the food was still good, but I walked in and they had their like nasty ass, disgusting smelling garbage. It must have been like right up front because that was the first thing you smelled when you walked in and it just ruined the entire meal Hmm. because that's all you could like, you know, when you smell something like that, you're trying to eat. You find that a lot, though, that the original restaurant that you love, then they open a second one and not always, but a lot of times that second one just suffers for some reason. It's just that's because the quality. It's hard to it's hard to maintain quality and consistency across multiple locations. Um, all right, so Utah County, I'm going to give you a little shout. I have still not been able to go to communal and eat there. It's kind of hard to get there from here. I have eaten at Black Sheep Cafe, and it's fucking it delicious. Good? It's really good. It's a great place. So uh, you're, you're smart there, and I've heard nothing but good about communal. Um, it's just hard to get into. Uh, vegetarian. So you've got sages, buds. I've never been to buds and zest. And here's one thing I'll say about vegetarian and vegan places. Go try them out. They make good food. It's really good. Just because it doesn't have meat doesn't mean the food's not good. That's a, that was what Kat was saying on our interview that she goes there a lot and people think she's vegan because she likes their food so much. I love yeah. meat and I love zest. Yeah. Uh, Thai restaurant. Okay. So this is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> There's a lot of Thai restaurants in the valley. I love Thai food. Uh, Have you been to Chapar? 
I've not been to Charbar yet. It's it's pretty good, and they do a brunch too. It's, it's number three. We on had the Thai list. brunch there. You know what place is really good? The one down in the little strip mall in sixty two hundred. It's I don't even know what it's called. I just go down there every once in a while and get food. It's fantastic. They're they're really good Thai food. Um, I have not been to Sawadee either, but I have been to Thai Siam. I like it. Uh, my favorite is no longer in business. The the old people quit working and closed the doors because their daughter didn't want to run their restaurant for them. Uh, it was Bangkok Grill up in uh, down in Ogden, not Ogden, uh, Orm. And so I'm really sad they're no longer here. But that is very sad. Best food truck. <laughs> Jesus. This is terrible. All right. So there's Cup Bop who has like me so angry. 6,000 trucks. And like I said, I like Cup Bop. I wouldn't say it's the best. Then Waffle Love. Also, not bad, but fucking Bruges has a truck and their waffles are way better. If, if and the owner me. is so awesome. And then the breakfast, guys. I haven't eaten at that truck yet. Me either. Um, but there are so many other good trucks in the valley to see these same names over and over and over again. I think I w- what I would probably like to see from City Weekly maybe is that they give us some lesser knowns. Um, when they're doing the reader's choice, maybe add uh, a write-in or two that are lesser known that they get some sort they're of... All, it's all write-in. No, 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 no. I mean, but for, for City Weekly to... For the because, editors? Yeah, for the editors. Because the thing is, Cup Bop... You know why Cup Bop's on here? Because they have like 20 they stores. They have massive name recognition. They've got a bunch of new stores that have opened. They have like 500 freaking trucks driving around the valley. And so people see the truck and they're like, oh, I remember Cup Bop. And so with it all being right in, they write Cup Bop down. Fiore, Kitchen 88, Bumblebee. Poutine. Chow truck. Poutine's yeah, gone. I, that's what's crazy is I didn't even know Bumblebee had a truck. They're gone? Gone. They moved. Yeah, they moved. Moving move to the northwest. Yeah, they moved to Washington last week. Going to hang out uh, with the hippies. I saw that. I saw that thing about their final, but I thought they. I thought it meant for the season. I didn't realize it was. Nope. Forever. All right. Best, oh, that's sad. Best barbecue. R and R. My only experience with R and R is wow. My only experience that's with R and R is at the stadium, and it's not good when you go it's to the terrible stadium. Terrible at the stadium. So it makes my neighborhood at work smell delicious. But it's so overpriced. I mean, I get meat is expensive, yeah. but for what you're getting and the quality, it's, it's terrible. Usually, every time I've had it at the stadium, it's dry. It's tasteless. But that could be. Then a, they just throw it on a bun. But that could be a factor of where you're eating it. That's why I'm yes, not judging it. But I will say Pat's Barbecue is one of my favorites. I love Pat's. I need Pat's. to go there. I need to get burnt ends. I am a, I'm a barbecue buff because I grew up in with Southern food and, and barbecue joints and uh, Sugar House Barbecue is really good, but the one that's not on this list that if you're ever down in Utah County, you just you have to go there. Bam Bam's Barbecue in in uh, Provo. Well, it's like it's it's right off of University in Orem. So if you take that University exit and you turn right on State Street, it's like right there. Um, so there's a uh, occasionally I have ordered pies from a gal who makes pies in Heber, and she brings them down and does like a pop up shop. And that's where she does her pickup. She has done her pickup. It smells so good in that place. And it like lingers on you too when you uh, walk out the door, even if you're just running in to get a pie. Yeah. It smells amazing. Yeah. So Bam Bam is barbecue. It's just before you go down the hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he his ribs are okay, but his brisket is out of this world. And he makes his own jalapeno shutter sausage in-house. He packs it in-house. Mm. It is sounds good, fucking amazing. And he's won a bunch of competitions and stuff. 
Uh, but it's a relatively small joint. They used to do a coaches show there every week for uh, whatever the fucking BYU coach, football coach was. Well, Mendenhall. Uh, Mendenhall, Bronco Mendenhall. I don't know if he does it with Kalani or not. Um, but uh, yeah, it's he's. I mean, he's a huge BYU booster, and I think he sells stuff in their stadium stadium too. It's not a huge shop, but it is fucking amazing, and it is always it's completely, tiny. completely packed uh, during lunch. But it's well worth it if you have to wait in line. Don't, don't worry like about sandwiches it. Sandwiches or or anything barbecue related. It's a, it's a it's a true true blue barbecue joint. You order meat by the pound, whatever you want. Uh, you could they do have some sandwiches that you can order. And uh, the sides are like your typical barbecue joint sides, like macaroni salad. Coleslaw. I'm hungry. I know I haven't eaten all day. <laughs> Me either. I had my carrots, which is not, somebody ordered. That's not true. I did have egg white for breakfast. Somebody gave me carrots for Christmas. My I Christmas present. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. So, brew pub squatters wins again. Do they ever not win brew pub? When there's only. Th- well, actually, I'm surprised that Desert Edge has never made it on here before. Yeah, because I like Desert I've Edge. I've heard that they're super delicious. I, I think, again... They make a really good a, French I think Squatters soup. is just name I recognition. I think you're getting name recognition. I, yeah. I, I do think that's part of the thing that you have a little bit of falter with, with the best ofs, is, is some of those big names just overpower. I mean, more power to them. That's how you run a business. But Desert but. Edge, you're, I've been there. We go there for business lunches all the time, and... It's so good. Their bread is really tasty. When you get a turkey sandwich, the turkey is like real. It's not gross. They've got a really good blonde. Oh, yeah. And now, uh, oh, this is only Salt Lake. Strap Tank could be on there, too. Yeah. No, it's not only Salt Lake. It's just Best Brew Pub. Best of Utah. Uh, Best Burrito. Blue Iguana again. So this What the hell? Cafe Rio's. Cafe Rio's on there? Yes, it's number two. You know Cafe Rio's a Utah establishment. It is a Utah right? establishment. That's not the point. It's Cafe Rio. They make a good burrito. It's they fine. They fucking so I own. would rather have, what's that place that you guys work with? Uh, barbacoa? I would rather have a barbacoa. Or Cosa Vida. Co- <laughs> I know the story behind it. I know. I'm aware. But I still think it's better quality. I, I actually, I, nowadays, I in comparison, first off, Cafe Rio always looks fucking disgusting when you go in there now. Like, the, the food service area is gross. I know it's hard to keep it r- clean, but really? It's not. It's not that hard. Take a second. Fucking not slosh Have a roving cleaner. Like, you just have someone that just... That's the just, job to keep the... I like just, that Gormandy's made it in here two times. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I will say, though, Lone Star Taqueria, I've not had their burritos, but holy shit, if you want a good taco... That place is fucking. I amazing. agree. Mountain West Cider. Woo oh. woo. We love those guys. Best hard cider. Uh, and then the Hive Winery. Because we only have two we only cideries have two in cideries. Utah right uh, now. And technically, until the one down south opens. Didn't they say cider right now is is a wine? It has to be. Yeah, it has to. It's taxed and it as a classified. Yeah, but in the City Weekly, they don't have to. I know. Best Burgers, Lucky Thirteen. Yes. And let me tell you, I love Lucky 13's burgers, but if you get a burger at Lucky 13 and you don't put bacon on it, you're a jackass. Because it's good bacon. Because they smoke it in house. They cure and smoke it in house. That's why it's so good. We need to go get our bacon for Christmas Day. Like, I was driving past Harmon's and the parking lot was full and I was like, Oh, there's three plus pounds in the fridge right now. Did you already get it? Yeah, you can purchase a piece of bacon. Hey, I found the donuts. There's three pounds. Oh, (gasps) I got to say one more thing. I've not tried Proper Brewing Company yet, uh, (gasps) Proper Burger Company. I oh my gosh, it. it's so delicious. I had it before a concert a couple months ago. I'm a big fan of their beers. 
Because it's also Avenues Proper. It's the same company. Yeah, and, and so I'm thinking, I've heard nothing but good stuff about their burger. They're number two here. I'm going to have to go have it. It's very delicious. And they have pickled zucchini, which is my new favorite thing to eat. I like that Epic beat Wasatch and Squatters. I think they're, the beers they've been putting out have been top-notch. Epics, yeah. I have bad news. Your donuts didn't make the list. That's because oh, no the, one knows the about big them. big O donuts? I've never heard uh, of them. They're o. vegan donuts. Oh. Yeah. And they're actually pretty delicious. That's actually <laughs> kind of cool that a vegan donut made it then. And they just moved. They just moved from Broadway over to Ninth. And I got to be honest. Dunford Baker's, that's, mm. that definitely deserves a spot on here. Oh, so my I'm gosh. That's a chocolate chocolate donut. Jen, Jen, Jen and Derek. Yeah. Jen and Derek are part so, of the, yeah. the Dunford Center. Uh, but I, I will tell you, my donut shop is still better than any of these. I get it. You want to go to Banbury Cross and get that fancy looking fucking shit ass donut. <laughs> but if you go to the donuts. Which is and, not even good. No, go to Donuts and Deli on Donuts <laughs> And I didn't even like donuts. State. Just after the I-80 uh, overpass, basically. Or you can go to a local grocer. Like Dick's Bakery in Cinderville or, or Ridley's. Harmon's does a good job with their yes. donuts. Peterson's donuts are really good. Yeah. Again, uh, donuts and deli, about 27th South and State. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to these fucking people. It says their donuts fresh, right? Are, on their yeah, fresh donuts and deli. They sell and they're donuts. Nice in there. They're they really sell nice. Out. Get there before noon, and they're really fucking good donuts. We would drive the length of the valley to get them sometimes, so. Uh, best distillery, High West, eh. Ogden's own. The thing that pisses me off is High West. They're not. They're still not even selling their own shit really yet. So I have, I have a hard time saying they're the best. Name recognition. It is. It is. Well, and also people don't know. Like the stuff they're producing is good. Like the stuff that they're mixing and that they're putting out on the shelves is very good whiskey. Don't Sugar get House. Me wrong. That was so much fun going to Sugar House. Too. James so hey, is awesome. I need Bruce to go pick up my bottle. He, he's been holding my bottle for me for like two months. I yeah. need to go pick it up. It's called Bruges Waffles and Frites for a reason. Well, I know. I was so just the say, owner, at least I made that. The owner downtown is always in the shop, and he is just such a cool dude. Like from off the boat, Belgium. Like he's so cool. So the best euros, we insure Greek souvlaki. So uh, nobody get like hurt there. You know a good Greek if you like uh, Greek food like that. Um, there's a there's a place up in Fort Union called what the fuck is their name? They're one of my customers. Wow, that's an it. interesting name. I, <laughs> I bet they can't advertise <laughs> very no, well. Put no. that name on the side of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what the hell's the name? Of it? I don't uh, know. You just talk, I'll uh, it. It's it's two of the guys that it's up by Fort Union, the movie theater up in Fort Union. Um and it's uh, it's kind of like a like a barbacoa or a cafe Rio style experience where you go in and you say, okay, I want, you know, I want a, a gyro. This is the kind of protein I want on it. This is the sauce I want hmm. on it. Um, but you can do that with anything Greek kebabs, and you can make Greek salads. Is that it the GR Kitchen. GR Kitchen, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the two guys that run it are brothers. Um, they are uh, tied into the family that owns Astro Burgers locally. Uh, Astro and Crown and all of those. Yeah, it's all the Greek mafia. But that's a really cool place if you want to try something a little bit different. Uh, kind of experience some some best salads options. cafe Rio again. What? Yep, they probably. I think Village let Baker me tell you should what, have the best salads. Cafe Rio probably sells. I am uh, more with you. salads than anyone else in the valley, and they're like seven. And they're worth. Each. Yeah, there's more calories than their stupid burritos. 
And I'm with you. Village Baker. Mm. Their salads are a lot better. All right. Best sandwiches. Moochies. And I'm telling you, I love them. They blow the socks off of any other place for a Philly cheesesteak. I don't like their meatball sandwiches because I don't like meatballs bigger than my mouth. <laughs> what's what's sad is the meatball sandwich that I like the most. The reason I like it the most is Subway meatballs are the perfect size. It's true, and they're also like super soft dog food. The first it's, meatball sandwich I ever had were the meatball sandwiches you made for Halloween, and those were good. Yeah, yeah, because they were nice soft meatballs. That's okay. That's a few years ago. But those meatballs were no this, this, that was this Halloween. That one, this one. I thought you yeah. made it before. Is that the first time you've made it? That's the first time I yeah. made them for you guys. But that was, th- those those were even a little big for me. That was the only thing. That's the only Yeah, you had and, to squish it and, a little. And don't get me wrong. I love Moochie's meatballs. They're fucking delicious. But the meatball sub is just too hard for me to eat. And the Philly cheesesteak is so much better there. Now, I know DP Cheesesteaks is a Donkey Punch Cheesesteaks. <laughs> Donkey Punch. Is a local company. Uh, and they're not on here. Uh, they make a really good cheesesteak as well. Uh, their bread is so good. Uh, so I, do like I don't want to discredit them. Uh, then even Stevens, I still haven't eaten their sandwiches yet. They're I haven't either, it's and it's right down the street from me. It's a cool company. We need. We should get them on because they're local. Best seafood. I've not gone to Current yet because it's fucking tiny and impossible to get into. But Market Street Grill is fantastic. Uh, that was also a little bit tough to get into, but it's good. Market no. Street? No. Market Street's easy. Mm-hmm. Go to the one out in Cottonwood. It's so much easier to get into. I uh, love that location. It's, I did a wedding so there. I had a wedding location. cakes that I did there. We have brunch there. We've had brunch there a couple of times it's with huge. our friends. It's, and it's they do such a good job with their brunch. Yeah, and that's a that's a that's a scenario where Oh, there's also one down in Riverbottom now, isn't there? Yeah, that's the one that I did. Yeah, it's in there for a while. The, the yeah. couple times I've been there. It's because all the Mormons live there. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's also fairly new down there. So it's best been tacos there for quite some time. It's good. I mean, by it is good. It was just a little tough to get into that one. Best tacos, Taqueria Twenty Seven. Mm-hmm, they're so good. And then Blue Iguana, and then Lone Star. I have to, we have to go to the Blue Iguana now. That's it. Three best Mexican, best burritos, best tacos. They're on all three lists. As long as they've got and that I know playlist. I've, I've heard bad things about them, but. If they're on three lists here, then obviously people like them. Something's got because it's not like their name is fucking out there all over the place. So, where's the blue iguana? It's, it's right next to next to Benihana. Yeah. Oh, downtown, just across from Salt Palace behind the building. What is this? Best of Benihana trails. Trails. Best of. <laughs> what? Uh, Did you say best of Benihana? Yeah, in 2017. Best of Utah. 2017 is trails, huh? Yep. So what? I didn't. I didn't see the category for strippers. Well, that is that is going to be uh, deuces wild there. That chick's going to have a hard time standing up the way she's got her. She's got her heel trapped in her in her G string. Page one fifty two. Oh, I turned enough. This is just. Pages. An, I'm just referring to an ad, and it looks like she's going to have a hard time standing up. She's going to trip herself. Her <laughs> the heel of her boot is like trapped in That's the back of her G string. It's a Mary Jane. It's a fucking thigh high boot. No, it's not. Thigh highs with. That's a Mary Jane. Whatever. It's (laughs) it's got a stiletto style heel. Best Gentleman's Club right there. Trails. She's going to fucking hurt herself. Trails, Exotic Kitty, and Southern Exposure on back. Where's Exotic Kitty? Um, It's it's on 13. I don't know. They just had a big. um, They're having a fight because they want to paint a mural and they're saying, no, you can't do that because it's a billboard. But they're like, no, it's just art. So Hmm, interesting. Maybe I'll have to go check it out because I've been to Trails. Their lunch sucks. 
Um, we went there for lunch once. It was gross. Sorry, I lighted on 30th and State. Oh, so it is in like the seedy red light district. You know, that area, 30th and State, when we talked to Kat Martin about this, like her, she said her building was the only normal looking one. So I go to sushi's down that way. <laughs> I love going down there. There's, I mean, there's a lot of new, it's like the, like Chinatown basically Chinatown is what is it's there. turning into. Yep. Um, it's like a big Chinese shopping area. That but, is a good restaurant, Hot Dynasty. Delicious. Oh, really? Inside that, that, yes. that like new, beautiful Super looking space. Yummy. I'm on big old bowl of soup. But uh, the it is it's like it's there's like two or three new strip clubs down there now so it's, it's turning into this weird sweet area fifty one you know for all the clubs we've had come and go in this state area fifty one has stuck around the whole time and I think they still play gothic music downstairs every night well um, yeah that's where Derek DJs <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that's really cool that they're still being uh, listed as one of the best the Westerner so that is another one that's on there. That I the Westerner. I get it. <laughs> I really do. I've been to the Westerner once. It's not my thing. I don't like that kind of music, but uh, a lot of people do, and apparently a lot of people get laid who go there. And I'm sorry, but to best dive bar. Okay, I've been in ex-wife's place, and we couldn't even stay there long enough God, to do anything. It was it sticky and gross. Is that like, the one on fourth. <sighs> Well, it's, it's an old icky. house, basically. It's called a dive bar for a reason. I know, but I feel like it's more divey than. Did you ever go into uh, what was the what was the grody no. one down on Main Street? I guarantee um, you, no. Fuck, what's the name of it? I can't remember now. It doesn't matter. It's a dive bar. It's supposed to be shitty like that. I've never been in a. I thought dive bars were like kind of shitty, but like decent too. I just didn't see anything decent. No, about no, no. It. Dive bars are really shitty bars that you go to, knowing they're really shitty bars. Like the lazy dog that and, used to be up by me. And you don't drink anything that doesn't come in a capped bottle. The lazy dog that they bulldozed to white and redwood. Yeah. And I don't know all these LGBT clubs because that's not my scene. So the sun. The sun the trap. The sun trap is the sun. It used to be the trap. It's the trap. Door. And then, it, yeah. Okay. It's the trap. They just recently like remodeled and because the floors were incredibly isn't, deadly. <laughs> isn't Club Jam just a night at a different club? No. Jam is on. Back on right before Beck Street on what is that list that Vivint is on? Fourth oh, West. Oh. Um, no, it's a it's its own Third club. West. It's up in the Marmalade District. Yeah. Okay. Best late night grub pie hole, which I've never been to, but it, I hear it's all right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Alberto's has the best mini bean and cheese burritos. I, I they're a dollar each. I love it how it says it's Alberto's, Alberto's and Beto's tie. No, they're two because uh, you know why? Because Alberto's, Beto's, Gualberto's. Floribertos, Floribertos, all of those things, it's all just an illegal franchise, and they're all the fucking same, so that's why it's a tie. But the food is different. I want Alberto's every day because they have mini bean and cheese burritos that are dollar. So Scone Cutter has basically <laughs> folded, from what I can tell, oh. and all the old Scone it's Cutter... They li- stop, it's because they stopped making my favorite sandwich. All the f- no, it's because their food was fucking gross. Their food was horrible. Because they stopped making my favorite Their sandwich. scones were dry and nasty. I liked their smiley fries. Yeah, but you can get those other places. <laughs> you can get those from fucking from Sam's Club. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go there to They're get them. They're nostalgic. It just tastes They different. weren't good, by the way. Because in high school, good. there was the scone kind of right by Granger, so we'd walk there. So it, it, I never walked there. My point was all those scone cutters seem to be taken over by Beto's. So I have a oh. Beto's down the street from where the old scone cutter was by that Sonic. Fucking love that place. I always forget <laughs> it's there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I could get a burrito. 
And their portions are humongous. I mean, like four bucks and you get the fucking steak and egg burrito. Like you can feed the whole family. Yeah, yeah I mean, I really potatoes. could. Okay, but uh, <laughs> D's. So the only problem I have with these is there's only like three left in the whole valley. I don't the disagree. The one on 21st and State, though, is the best one. Uh, I disagree. I like the one on 47th and Redwood. Really? Yep. yep. The one that's Kitty Corner from the Village Inn? No. Yes. 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 That one. Don't I like it. Don't know me, mister. Do whatever the fuck I want. This is my fucking podcast right now. I'm carjacking this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there's a All whole right. bunch of bars the bars aren't my scene do you guys go to bars i don't go to bars i i'm too fucking old to go to bars i um, think though that you you would like lake effect you would like water witch and i think you would like white horse because it's um and then the you guys went to that jazz one that's Avant, still yeah. not my scene yeah, but, Groove. yeah but, so but those I, are all three of those all those are the same yeah and but for me it's it's still not like First off, I don't like paying $9 for any drink ever. I have a hard time, even at a restaurant, buying a beer. Because, not that I'm a cheapskate, but I know how much they cost. And I hate how much money they make on alcohol at restaurants. Because I know what their markup is. Well, that would be any food. But I will go to a really good bar or a really good restaurant if they have an, an amazing cocktail. The problem is, most of them don't. Now, that Avant Groove had a pretty good cocktail. They had a really good uh, take on an old-fashioned that I liked. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that I'll, I'll really, really dig into. So, uh, Okay. Do we want to look at any of this other stuff, the the counties stuff? We're yeah, bad out of time, not? so I'd say let's pick a one or two. But Well, you guys can pick one or two that you like. I don't know. I haven't really looked through these. I, I kind of... Like the oldest living tree? Best sports bar. What what's the oldest living tree? It's in Cache County, and it's the Jardine Juniper, and it's uh it says, "Hey, what's a two thousand foot vertical climb when the reward is a tree that saw its first sun rays the same time as capstones were being placed on Egypt's pyramids, like more than four thousand years ago?" <laughs> so it sounds like it's quite a hike. To uh, you have to take the trailhead at Woods Camp Campground. Um, it's ten miles up Logan Canyon. Um, but it also says it's one of northern Utah's most stunning vistas. So that's cool. I think I saw that before in another list. That Oh, that list that I printed out that we still have to get through that like has a bajillion cool things oh, in yeah, Utah. Yeah, yeah, it's right yeah. here. Yeah. So I, I just want to read. You know what we'll do here? I'm going to read the names of, of the counties in Utah so people can understand. So do you read all of them? Yep. So there's there's not that many. They're in order. There's Beaver County. Guess what's there? Beaver cheese. Beaver. Oh yeah. And beavers, mushrooms. Beavers in Beaver County. Uh, Box Elder County. And squeaky cheese. There's Cache County, which is Cache Valley Cheddar. Uh, that's also where Utah State University Logan is. There's Carbon County. There's Daggett County. No one lives there. Uh, there's Davis County, which is bountiful and lots and lots of uppity Mormons. Do you still remember that county song that we learned when we were kids? No, no that I was, don't sing it. Because that would, that would have been like fourth grade. Did you just say don't sing it? Oh, yeah. I can hear the presidents in the state. There's Dushney County. Dushney. Dushney. It's Dushane, by the way. Dushane. It's Dushesney. 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 There's Emory County. Emory County also, no one really lives there. It's between 
uh, Iron County and the rest of the world. Well, nobody. Well, maybe like the river trip people that yeah, run river trips it's where live like, there. Isn't Emory County where like um, uh, Green River? Green River and is Price in Emory County or is it still in Utah County? Nope. Or in some other weird fucking county? It's in another yeah, county. Price is too far down. I think it's in. I think it's in Carbon County. I there's, believe you are correct. There's Garfield. There's Grand. Grand's got a lot of outdoor adventure shit. There's Iron County, which is where you have uh, Cedar City. There's Juab. There is Kane. Millard. Morgan. Paiute. There's like fucking 800 people that live there. Uh, Rich County. Uh, Less than 2,000. In Paiute. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, there's no one there in Paiute County. It's weird. Uh, they're probably all fucking, uh, polygamous too. Um, of course, Salt Lake County. Did you say Rich? Uh, I did say Rich County. Okay. Uh, San Juan County, San Pete County, Sever County or Sevier County. Uh, also place with no one is Sevier County. Uh, yes, but their annual July 4th parade in Richfield is a perfect slice of Americana. Is that in Sevier? <laughs> That's what it says. I didn't think that was... That's where Fish Lake is. I thought that's where... Uh... Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Which... Is it Daggett County where Vernal's at? Up by Flaming Gorge? No, that's Duchesne. That's Duchesne. There's only like a thousand people there, too. Duchesne. Duchesne County. <laughs> uh, there is Summit County. So that's uh, Park City and Colville and all that other shit. There's Tule. Tule County. Tule. Uh, there's nothing there but a bunch of uh, chemical weapons. Uh, there's Uinta County. Uh, where she went to at? Is that, uh... Um, it's north of Vernal. So... Oh, it's the Uinta Mountains? Yeah. So there's also no one that lives there. Um, because, because it's Heber's where the people live, up there. Uh... No, Heber is, is not it's by Uinta parts, County. No. <laughs> They're all basically... Heber is Wasatch County. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it's not Summit? Nope. Oh. So then there's Utah County and then Wasatch County. That's right, Heber Valley Railroad, which is a really cool little thing. Listen, dude, I work in a dealership. I have to deal with counties okay. every day. There's a couple more. There's Washington County and there's Wayne County. You know, to be honest, I've never even fucking heard of Wayne County. Really? Yeah. What's there? Tory. Tory's down Capital there. Capital Reef. Oh, Capital Reef National Park's down there. So you're down where the national parks are, so. And Washington is is St. George. So. Weber, you forgot Weber. Oh, Weber County. That's Ogden. Ogden's own. Dun, dun, dun. I think that's going to do it. Uh, we really did go through this whole thing, and I'm going to keep this because it's like it gives me ideas of places to go a lot of the times. Um, but that is what what voters that read the city weekly have have noted as the best of Utah. Um, keep in mind it's it's readers' votes, and we've obviously got our own opinions. Uh, but Utah, the the point is Utah has tons of cool shit, right? Like, absolutely. Bree's been silent like the whole time. Uh, <laughs> she, she just pipes in to correct me. We have so, a cool. She's smiling. Food scene. Lots of local. A lot of entertainment. Uh, Food is arts, just not my thing. Arts museums, um, and a ridiculous amount of stuff to do, no matter where you go. Now, the the truth is, most of this does come from the Wasatch Front. So, uh, Weaver County, um, Davis County, Salt Lake County, and Utah County. Um, but there are other things throughout the state to, to pay attention to. Um, but, uh, this is, uh, if you're ever curious that 
You probably won't be able to get your hands on one of these little booklets uh, anymore, but you can always go to cityweekly.com. Yeah, they, they keep their lists up. Or cityweekly.net, sorry. <laughs> uh, and their, their list is always easily accessible. And so if you are looking for a new place to try out, go hit up CD, cityweekly.net and find something new that's local. Um, and if you have people coming to visit, take them somewhere that's not fucking Chili's. <laughs> you know, uh, take them to go see a movie at the Broadway that they're not going to be able to get exposure from wherever they're from in Podunkville, you know, or to a really cool silent film. Yeah. Or place with the organ. Yeah. And you know, on like 33rd or whatever, the old theater uh, that they have over there. Um, lots of cool stuff in Utah. Uh, thanks again to City Weekly for letting us steal all your content uh, <laughs> and talk about it. Um, it, it really is. It, I mean, we could. We could probably spend a year talking about this magazine, uh, going in depth and interviewing people. And that's kind of what we do, right? We, we talk to people that are uh, Utah, that have, have a hand in Utah. So uh, thanks again to City Weekly. And uh, hope you guys have had a Merry Christmas. We'll please, see you in the new year. Please be safe uh, in the new year. Um, don't want anyone drinking and driving. Uh, take an Uber, take a Lyft, call a cab. Call Jess. <laughs> Call Jess. I don't know. Are, do we know if any of the the cab companies or Uber or Lyft or any of those are doing the free ride stuff again? Um, I can double check. One of my friends is a Lyft driver, so yeah, I, I can post about I that. I wouldn't be surprised if if some were there were a lot of tow truck companies that were uh, last year would would tow your car for you and take you so you don't have to drive drunk. Uh, so please don't do that. Uh, this this because news. you never have to drive drunk. You don't. You don't. It is not worth it. It never is worth it. Uh, so have a safe and fun new year. Um, nothing's supposed to blow up, so we should be all right there. Um, boy. Nothing's ever supposed to blow well, up. Yeah, when you go Y2K, to a new year, end of the world. Y2K. Oh. Y2K. There's no 2012. End of the world. 2018 is not. 2012, the end of the Mayan calendar. We were all supposed to fucking die then, too. It's the year of the dog coming up. Here so, are the brown dogs, specifically. Yeah, brown dogs. Oh, so. I got two of those. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> They're kind of like burnt umber. Yeah, yeah. The year of the dog. The so, year of the burnt umber dog. Dirty dog. It's the dirty dog year. Brown dogs, dirty dogs. I'm writing that down. That's what we're calling this episode, <laughs> the year of the dirty yeah, dog. It's a dirty dog. The year of the dirty dog. That's not what we're calling it. But... <laughs> I don't. I don't think that the Chinese New Year is. It's it the year of the dog. It fl- no, I was talking about when it is. Oh, is it, it the year of the dog right between, now, or is it? In like um, I'm not six sure months. when it started. I don't know. The Chinese New Year is a weird time. It's it usually hard. is about mid January, beginning of February. So, okay. February sixteenth. So, you know how awesome it would be to visit China during the New Year celebration. That would be like a. Dream I have trip no desire that. to go to China. There are too many people. I've always wanted to go there. I'm going to no. go to Taiwan. Get cheap oh. stuff. <laughs> All right. So have a have a great year, the dirty dog. Uh, drive safe. Uh, hope you had a, a happy holiday. And um, yeah, go fucking I'm try something. I'm still not back at work. Bye. Go, tr- <laughs> go try something fun and local. Um, that's if there's one thing I want you to take away from all of this talk about things in Utah. Go try something local. We have tons of amazing local things to do, to eat, to see, to and a lot of it's free. Uh, food's obviously not always free, but a lot of it's free. Actually, you know what? Go to Ruby Snap and fucking sample all their shit. It's free. 
It's true. It's true. <laughs> but buy something. And you know what's afterwards. awesome though is they don't even they don't give you don't like give one bite of well, they the give sample. You like a quarter of the damn cookie. When she brought out the hot Betty, it was half a cookie. Yeah, they're awesome. It was all gooey and hot and warm. I didn't even sudden. sample anything when I bought yesterday. I, I still need to take her up on the them. offer to go in there because I'm not as like you go in there. They know who you are, Jess. But if I go in there, they're not going to remember me. And I'm gonna. Tr- I need to go in and like get them to to let me sample everything in the store, and then I'll just buy one of everything or something to be nice. But I need because she said to try it because they're not supposed to get upset, and you're supposed to let me yeah, try. No, it. You know what? They'll 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 I can't think of her name, and she's maybe like the main person. That Michelle. She was so much fun, and my boss was super impressed by her. And he, I was like, that's not even the owner. They just have great employees. That is true. They pay them in cookies. I might work for cookies if those are Ruby Snap <laughs> cookies. Those things are freaking delicious. 